0: Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Chair Shots Podcast. I'm your host Sam and with me as always is Nick Davis. Say hello Nick. Hello Sam, you alright mate? Yes, I'm very well mate, I'm very very good. Um, So on this week's show, um, we're going to be talking about um, all the round up from this week's uh, AEW Dynamite and Rampage. Uh, We're going to go through some uh, news headlines from the week in the world of professional wrestling. And at the end of the show, we're going to talk about the 1999 Royal Rumble, 22 years ago. A long time, innit, mate?
1: Makes me feel old. That's what I'm saying. Makes me feel
0: <laughs> very old. Yeah, yeah. Telling me we're only in our like early thirties, but somehow feel very, very old talking about this all yeah. those years ago. Um, when,
1: when people used to say like twenty, when I first started watching wrestling, like twenty years ago, so that was like that would have been like the seventies, but but equivalency. <laughs> we're in that position now. Just you know, what I'm saying, if we're talking to kids about when I first started watching wrestling, that was like twenty years ago. They I must, know. They must think, "Shut up, you old bastard."
0: <laughs> well we're gonna get into that a lot later. So um first thing we're gonna do is we're gonna go through this week's news. Um so um a video cropped up um was it the end of last week, middle of last week? It was after um, all out, wasn't it? It was after yeah, all that. it was after all out, yeah. So it was it was just after that. So it was I think it was just after we recorded last week. Um Mick Foley put out a video. Um kinda damning WWE a little bit. Um not, you know, we didn't go hard on him. But um, he certainly had a couple of things to say. I'm going to read out uh, the quote from the actual video. I'm just going to quote the video. Uh, and then I'm going to get your thoughts on it, Nick, if that's all right. All right, go for it, mate. Shoot. Um, so uh, he said, uh, Hello, this is the hardcore legend Mick Foley. I'd like to title this video WWE We've Got a Problem. Because I think you do. And that problem is that WWE is no longer the place for talent to aspire to. Part of it is because AEW is doing a great job of attracting great talent, proven talent, building other talent, creating storylines, but part of it is a problem of your own making. I think younger talent sees the way that developmental characters are cut or left by the wayside, or in the case of Carrying Cross, greatly watered down and even made a joke of when they debut on the main roster. If it's not broke, don't fix it. If I was an aspiring talent now, big league talent with a major decision to make, I'm not sure that I would trust WWE creative to do the right thing with my career. You guys did wonders with me back in the day. It was a different time and a different place. If it was today, I'm not sure. I would trust the powers to be with my career in their hands. And until that changes, WWE, you've got a problem. So he's kind of saying there that big talent, if they've got a choice to make, WWE isn't the obvious choice anymore.
1: Well, I'd, I'd, I'd give the geezer a standing up. I, I wholeheartedly, 1,000% agree with everything he said. What, what, like, I'm not, The first time I am going to say, but at the moment, cause I've, but why would you go there? Why would you go there? And this is going to dovetail in something. The idea they will go into the idea they had for Adam Cole, like,
0: yeah.
1: When things like this is ready for history lessons, Sam. <laughs> when things thought they thought I thought things were improving was when Triple H had more. It was Triple H and Road Dogg actually, probably about three, four years ago. Probably took basically took over SmackDown. Vince was involved to a lesser extent, and things were improving. There was having some Andrade actually, or what's his name in AEW now? Andrade yeah.
0: El Idolo. On,
1: yeah. Andrade and Roman Reigns was having some banging matches. There's loads of good stuff going on. AJ Styles was on fire, they, um, but then Vince, being Vince, brought back in Bruce Pritchard to run his creative. It was, you might know him mm-hmm. as brother. You might know him as Brother Love Sam, but he's right. the head, he's the head honcho at in WWE creative now, and there's. there's Plenty more stories that I could go into. He brought him back. Back. He brought back in Paul Heyman. You know who Paul Heyman is.
0: Yeah, I know Paul
1: Heyman is. Yep. So what I'm getting around to in a roundabout way, is he's brought in all these people, but he won't give them any control. He goes nah. with what he goes with what he knows, and what he knows. His idea of professional wrestling is, and I know it's your fat period in time, Sam, but he thinks it's 1997 to 1999 now.
0: Yeah, and, and it's and, not, and that was a great time. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later on. But time's but moved yeah, on. It's not... It's 20, 22, 23 years since then, you know?
1: Um. Again, there is no way... No way I would sit down and watch a three-hour Raw. Raw is three hours long. Monday Night Raw is three... There is was, there was no way in hell you could not pay me to do that. Mm. I I used to... I used to have, I've still got it on my Sky Plus box just out of habit, but I haven't touched it <laughs> since the pandemic. I haven't... When I, when I used to fast forward through, it was literally fast forward just see see what was going on. You know what I mean? See what was going on. Keep abreast of what was going on. Soon as they went to no crowds, and they put Pritchard in control, and it was just just awful, awful bullshit. You read the results now, and it just makes you it makes you it makes you cringe. And if if I've got that opinion,
0: mm.
1: if you're if you are, an, a young up and coming talent now, again. You go, Karrion Cross. Yeah, they built Karrion Cross, who Mick Foley referenced in that video. They built yeah. him as like this unbeatable machine in NXT, and this is where this is where it breaks down. NXT is slash was run by Triple H, but we can go into that. Um, they beat, built him up as like a Goldberg type figure to use your analogy, Sam. You know, like an unbeatable super champion. Yeah. Sure. They, mate. Yeah. They brought him in. They brought him into Raw when he was still NXT champion. So, and then this is where it breaks down. Vince is running Raw. Triple H is running NXT. He's still the champion of his team. He loses his first match. He loses to Jeff Hardy. Yeah. It's almost like any idea that Triple H has. Vince Vince wants to embarrass him and say, "No, we're not doing it like that."
0: Right? Yeah, it's a it's a control thing, isn't it? Yeah, he's a,
1: he's a control freak, mate. He's a control freak.
0: Mm. Well, we're going to talk about Vince McMahon a lot later on. Um, maybe some of the, the the good things about Vince McMahon later on a little bit. Obviously, he's you know yeah, he's, a devi- he's a divisive character. He did a lot. He did a lot back in the day. But the, he not, needs we, to, um, sorry. he needs to step down, then he he's uh he's he's past he's past his best. He be would like, not mate, we would not they?
1: we'd not be doing this podcast. I would not be, if it weren't for Vince McMahon, we'd not be it's not that's not to say that he didn't have some good ideas. He re, he reinvented wrestling mm. to, to sports entertainment, but it's the Alex Ferguson comparison. Alex Ferguson knew when it was time to step away.
0: Yeah.
1: And Vince I, doesn't Absolutely,
0: mate. Yeah, I oh, don't know. Yeah, i I'm sorry. in total sort of agreement with you mate. Sorry, <laughs> I went. I
1: went on a bit of a rant next. It's one
0: of my passion points. No, mate. This is what we're here for. This is what we're here for. We need to, need to talk about what's going on and give our opinions on it. And I love it. I'm here for it. Um, yeah. So and I think I think we got a bit of a tizz with Mick Foley about this. I haven't seen much um, since then, but um, he won't. He
1: won't be invited back for when they do these reunion rules, these legend rules. He won't be. But yeah. there's more. There's, he hasn't got a contract. There's more chance Tony Khan will take him in. Again, this is another mate. thing.
0: If Mick Foley was available for AEW as like a coach or a manager or even someone behind the scenes, do you not think Tony Khan would have snapped him up by now?
1: Mate, this is again another side point, but it's how they treat their legends. This is Mm. like they bring in legends on Legends nights to put them in backstage segments. Like, oh, this is probably, but it's like the million dollar man wandering around backstage with like divas on his arm and like ends up getting his face shoved in a pie or something like that. Something like proper shit comedy. But then you look at what. Look at what AEW have done in two years. This is in two years what they've done. Yeah. Like they've rebuilt Sting to uh, um, Taz. Taz, who was a joke, now he's getting back. I love Taz is working AEW with the. Uh, I
0: mean, Taz is a great. I think Taz is. I think his strength is behind the commentary desk. But yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah,
1: but he's not being. He's not being produced like he was a joke commentator in WWE because he was being produced by guess who? Mm. You can. You can. Who was he being produced by, Sam? Who was he
0: being produced by? Who
1: was in his, in his ear, old, Do you reckon when he was doing commentary in WWE?
0: Oh, I don't know, mate. You have to tell me.
1: Vince. Like, Vince. It's like, uh, yeah. all
0: vince's and but but he's not being produced. Is produ- he, so. he been? Is Vince that hands-on then?
1: Yes, mate.
0: Yeah. He. I knew like, he was hands-on. I don't know how far it stretched, like into whether if he actually produces the shows and like he, gets that hands-on with it.
1: He only took a holiday. This, is, this is, might not get this act right, but he only took a holiday. In the past, for, when he took two days off when his brother died. That is it. Right. He doesn't go on holiday. He doesn't... Apparently, on Eric Bischoff's podcast, he said, if you've got a meeting with Vince, like 12 in the... You know Eric Bischoff, isn't he? I used yeah, to, yeah, yeah. know He said, when he, he went back there, because what they did... Sorry. They, they brought in Heyman to run to run Raw, to be executive producer of Raw, and brought in Bischoff to be the executive producer of SmackDown. Again, mm-hmm. this was like two years ago. This was their response to AEW forming, basically. So, again, your mentality is it's 1997. Let's bring back what was successful then. But, again, yeah. he said if you've got a meeting with Vince, like, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you could still be sat there waiting outside his office at 9 o'clock, in, 9 o'clock at night because he's got no concept of, like, people's time or anything like that. He is, he is the emperor, and everyone's waiting for a meeting with the emperor.
0: Yeah. Like,
1: he produces commentary. He <laughs> There's there's stories of him rewriting Raw within Raw, like, nice. with, with, while Raw's going on. They, they've got a team of writers, Sam. They've got a team of writers like you'd have on an American TV show, but they burn through them because no one wants to work with him because they mm. come up. This is this is my point. The WWE writing stuff, I don't I don't believe are bad. That isn't But there's one person that's their concept. Mate, he, he loves. I like, know what his humor is. Yeah, fart jokes.
0: Really, fart yeah.
1: jokes and shit like that. Like, so, at, <laughs> the Attitude Era, basically. But sure. As good as the actual era was, we'll get to it. But times moved on, and it's dated badly. But we don't want to see it now. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I know what you mean, mate. Yeah,
1: I'll shut up. I'll shut up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, there's no. There's a great. There's a good. Good little rant there. I love it. I love your little rants. Makes me happy. Makes Mm -hmm. me smile. (laughs) So uh, we'll probably the best way, the best uh, thing to move on to from that. Then is probably um, what we found out about Adam Cole. We can talk about Adam Adam Cole. It's uh, come out about what what WWE wanted to do with Adam Cole. Um, I'm gonna bring, I'm gonna um, read this quote um, from Wrestling Observer's magazine from Dave Meltzer. Um, he was going to say he said they were going to bring him up. The idea was to turn Keith Lee heel have Adam Cole be his manager, probably with a different name because of the last name Cole, kind of like a Leo Rush, Bobby okay. Lashley thing. We have you this little have guy who's a big talker same- and he hides behind this big massive African-American guy. That was kind of the dynamic they were looking for for him, more as a manager than a wrestler. What do you think of that?
1: <sighs> you can't have two people with the same name. You don't. You wouldn't have a football team <laughs> with like the DeBoer brothers, in it, would you? If, if, if Vince was in charge of the football team, he'd make one of the DeBoer brothers change the name. Yeah.
0: Uh um,
1: Mate I know you haven't seen that much of him. Well, I wonder what Adam Cole left, he's probably one of the most talented in ring people you could get, yeah? Mm. Make him to be a fucking manager. Yeah,
0: it's mental isn't
1: it? It's like And you know you know whose like, idea apparently that was? Bruce Pritchard. No. Bruce, Bru-
0: Bruce Pritchard, right? Yeah, and again,
1: it's just like do you know you know, right? NXT had like the indie roster. When Triple H was running properly, it had the, the indie dream style. This is getting to my point. they had, like, super indie workers that could work an indie style. Like, all spots, flippy shit. Basically, just the AW style. let called call it AW style for the purposes of this podcast. Okay. But, <laughs> but, but what they did was, all these super indie workers, Bruce Pritchard and Vince McMahon went down to the Performance Center, which is in Orlando. Basically, at the WWE Academy, yeah? And said, "No, we want you to do forward forward roll drills and learn how to run the ropes." That's basically saying to a footballer, like saying to a talented footballer, we want to look to you to take throwings. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just broken. It's is it, broken, and it won't go. I, I don't subscribe to it. It won't go out a business because it's an entertainment company. It's a beast. It's too
0: massive. It's, it's too a beast. Massive.
1: But mm. it doesn't mean to say the weekly product is shit. Yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah. Mate. And there's people that always will watch it, but as we get to, the the demographic of the people who watch WWE is getting older and older, whereas yeah. the, the AEW demographic is screwed. But if that, if you're Adam Cole, Sam, if you're Adam Cole, you've got this, again, I'm being patronising to you, but you've got two ideas on the table. You've got that idea, mm-hmm. and then you've got the idea what Tony Khan come up with. Yeah. What, what in your right mind, why would you stay in WWE?
0: What, no, you- and this is the thing, that Adam Cole is coming to AEW not as a main man straight away. He's coming as part of Kenny Omega's faction in the just to embed himself into the elite. You know, he's not been offered the world at AEW as yet. Well he might you know, he might have been, he might have been given long term plans. But currently he's not he's not the main man out front, is he?
1: And also Sam, they knew AEW was sniffing around. This was their idea to keep him. Yeah. This was their idea. so Oh, what can we think of to keep him? Having... We'll bring him to TV. Where he had a three-hour meeting with him. This was their idea.
0: Mm. It's just it's totally colourblind, isn't it? Yeah, they've, they've got blinkers on. They can't see. They can't see the wood for the trees, can they? Yeah, <sighs> it's <sighs> a it's a damning indictment of the way things are over there, isn't it? I think. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, not great. No, but. He's he's in AW now, so he did, he's, he's is, in his safe not, place. He's in his he's, safe place he's safe now. With Tony Khan's taking him. He's like, it's all, come on, Adam. It's all right, come here. Give me a cuddle. You're safe now, mate. You're safe now. Safe
1: from the nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. And that's probably a good uh, good place to move on. So we're going to talk about. I mean, I don't, I don't like, I don't want to get bogged down in numbers because they give you an indication, but they're not the be all and end all. So we're going to talk about the ratings for AW. Um, for Dynamite so we're going to do a, a Dynamite round up in a minute but um, we want to talk about the ratings from Dynamite and I so said it was expected that this, this episode of Dynamite would do well it's the the first show after All Out you know after Cole's turned up and after Brian Danielson's turned up after Punk as that is you know Return to the Ring so it netted 1.319 million viewers okay and that was uh, an increase from one just over a million the week before. So it's actually beaten. It hasn't beaten him outright, but it's beaten raw on the key eighteen to forty nine demographic.
1: And that is what advertisers are interested in, because mm-hmm. this is a, this is how ratings are done. It's yeah. what you can sell your ad rates for when yeah. contracts come up again, and not. They're interested in young demographic, so that is why it's so important. Y- you mm-hmm. look at you look at it. You probably look at it and you think, "Oh, we're still smashing." This is what they're yeah. inter- this is what they're interested in, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, as main, so that's going that's going up, but they're attracting new fan new fans effectively, yeah. Y- and you look at it, you think we're still smashing them in the overall number. But that numbers that numbers that numbers dwindling that numbers dwindling dwindling dwindling, mate. Yeah, I mean
0: they haven't they haven't smashed them. I haven't got the raw, I haven't got the raw figures right in front of me. But it wasn't an absolute smashing from raw. Um, the numbers no. were fairly close, but this the key demographic is is the point, isn't it? The eighteen to forty nines, which is where A, you know AEW have beaten them this week,
1: and it's all because I I read I can't get the number off the top of my head, but. USA and Fox are paying like I think Fox are paying like £400 million a year or I might be at the number but something extortionate for mm. the WWE television rights and um, TNT are paying like £52 million they're paying £1 million an episode right? to get so it's like so when them A when them ad rates come up uh, when them television contracts come up again A W if the, the trend continues are going to be in the fucking money they're going to have offers on the table and B, when WWE have them, Fox and USA are gonna think, why the fuck are we paying this much for this much numbers? Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. mate. Yeah, of course, it's value for money, isn't it?
1: And uh, it's just we are we are in the middle of a complete. This is like 1999 all over again. And I I'm, I missed out because I wasn't old enough to appreciate all this mm. on the the Monday Night War. Yeah, in its glory, but I feel like we're experiencing that again, and I, it just it makes me it gives me a buzz. It gives nah. me a, it gives me a buzz because people say to me, "Oh, you're so anti WWE." I'm not. I just wanted to do better. Yeah, because if there was a better WWE product and that was on fire, I'd be watching that as well. I'd roll, mm-hmm. I'm not so colorblind to the fact of oh, I'm Team AEW now. If something happened on Raw. Or something did happen on Raw last night, but we'll, we'll get talk to. About that. But if so if Raw was like, oh, they're putting on banging matches, you should see this banging angle. I'd find you up Sam and say, mate, get get this on. But I've got no inclination to do any of that at the moment.
0: Yeah, it's the thing. AEW, they're hungry, aren't they? They want to, you know, they're putting out this product that every, like a lot of people seem to be enjoying a, a lot. And they're battling. They're battling, you know, the big behemoth. It's David and Goliath, isn't it? You know, and, it and, is. and they're. Slowly, slowly creeping up on him.
1: It's when I was going to say this point again. AEW, I said it last week. AEW, are two years old. Yeah, they're two years old. Mm-hmm. So where they could be in another two years, five years, whatever. Yeah. Now it's coming, mate. It's coming.
0: We'll see. Well, but time will tell. And if they keep going the way they're going, they will. They will All slowly they... take over. It's just you know, you know, WWE have got the money to throw at things, and they got the brand. There's... They got they got
1: brand recognition as well, mate. WWE, yeah, yeah. what, if you said wrestling to someone now, 99% of the public would say, what, WWE? Mm. The, you wouldn't know unless you was yeah. in the bubble. But the bubble's getting bigger now. Because sure. I've had, not being funny, I've had people contacting me that I haven't spoke about wrestling for years. What's going on in AEW? And things like mm. that. So yeah, that bubble is expanding. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Definitely, well, you,
1: well, you, well, you for, for want of a yeah, better... me for one. Me yeah.
0: for one, yeah. I'm a new fan coming in off the back of what they're doing. You know, yeah. I'm doing a podcast on it. Do you know what I mean I've only been watching? I've been come back to wrestling in the last what five months, four months, something like that. Dedication. Was. dedication, And I'm, I'm doing course. a podcast on it already. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, so yeah, this um, yeah, it's only a good thing. Um, so we'll do you, we'll talk about then. Um, that leads us kind of on to what Raw did on Monday night then.
1: Yeah. So
0: um, let's talk well,
1: about that. I I, Fev, I always. Well, I get a podcast um, that gives me daily news up, two or three minute news updates, and they read out the raw results, and they, they never start with raw, because basically they're the same opinion as me, that what WWE is not worth the paper it's written on. But there was loads of talk, chat, are the WWE going to respond in any way? Also, the fact that we can't forget is Monday night NFL football started, this mm-hmm. last night, so that is usually traditionally when, well, ratings take a hit anyway. Ratings are in bad shape. And that is coincidentally why Tony Khan wants to run on Wednesdays because it doesn't clash with any football, A, a because he owns a football team and B, because he knows how to affect the ratings. So anyway, their yeah. response to try and keep ratings at a peak, as it were, was to put the... Do you, know, do you know who Big E is, Sam? Have you heard of Big E?
0: I don't, mate, I'm afraid. No, you have to enlighten me. All right.
1: Big E, again, he, he was in a group faction called The New Day, which... He, which oh, are have been quite popular but they were they were like a trio of threesome whatever you want to say um mm. and but it's been clamoring for years for biggie to be a breakout single star on his own on his own and it, they've been built from what i've read i'm not gonna say i've watched it because i haven't but they've been building and building and building him and he won do you know what the money in the bank is sam do you
0: know i've heard i've heard it I've heard of it. Um, I don't know the ins and outs of how it works, but I'm sure you're going to enlighten me. Oh
1: God! Effectively, Money in the Bank is you win a briefcase, you win a ladder match, you win a briefcase, and you can Mm -hmm. cash in. You can cash in the briefcase at any time. So if someone's had a match, been battered in the backstage, if you bring a referee with you, you can cash in in that briefcase. Right. So like it's basically a guaranteed title win. So he won the money in the he won the money in the bank. Um. But again, what I would have done is that, that this is a major market. People have been clamoring for him to win the belt for God knows how long. Build it to a pay per view. Build it to a moment. No, chuck it away randomly on a Monday night to boost your rating. Yeah. But um, so he's he's the WWE champion now or the Royal Champion. Yeah. But that's not being funny. What analogy can I think of? Yeah, it's a nice like quick fuck. But it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not, <laughs> it's not a relationship. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like, oh, that's a really crude analogy. But you, no, you can, yeah, you can, you mean, can blow yeah, your beans out.
0: Yeah, it, might, it it makes sense. Yeah, you, I understand it. <laughs> how
1: many, mate, how many quick fucks can you have before you get bored? And there's a lot of people. <laughs> getting... I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> so yeah, just yeah speak, it just it speaks mean. to their lack of long term. Wait, well, it comes, it comes from the man at the top again. He probably, he probably mm. decided that on a whim. Yesterday afternoon, about quarter to seven. I, that, mm. That's probably it.
0: <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah. They've just yeah, they've they've blown the load too early, and now they've got what they're going to do next. Now? Like, what what like what can they now build to?
1: Mate, honestly, I'm gonna chat. I'm gonna challenge you, mm-hmm. right? To watch. Actually, I'm actually going to ask you to do this in preparation for next week. Skim for it. Yeah. Do whatever you want to do. Watch an episode of Raw, like, and say. Just tell me what you think of it.
0: Okay. I'll see just, if I've got time to do it, but I will just if don't I, fall. If I get time I will. Don't
1: fall in love with it. For fuck's sake, I ain't doing a raw podcast. <laughs> we're off.
0: Yeah, we're we're done then. Let's see if that happens, <laughs> we're done. We stop. I'll oh, we'll have to find someone outside. else. Yeah. Yeah, you'll have to find somebody else to do it. Oh dear. Oh well. Okay. Um So, um that's pretty much it for the news. Um The other thing I just wanna to touch on is um as much as we um, shit on WWE for the last, like, how long we've been going, 20 minutes or so, um, we don't want to see people in ill health. So it's uh, just a bit of a, on sort the of note, uh, Triple H had, a, had um, a heart attack. It seems like a heart attack. Uh, luckily, he's all right. Um, so there's a quote uh, saying uh, uh, from WWE saying, Triple H underwent a successful procedure last week at Yale New Haven Hospital following a cardiac event episode was caused by a genetic heart issue and Paul was expected to make a full recovery. So that's good news that he's going to be all right. Um it says a genetic heart issue. Is that is that as called we, his fa- as we, sorry. I
1: was going to say no, is mate. that called is that called his father-in-law? Fucking hell. Oh, yeah. yeah exactly. I mean he's not
0: genetic, but I mean we know that there's problems with in professional wrestling around heart conditions, you know. Around steroid right. use and that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah, you yeah, you said it slyly, but I'm gonna just say it's steroid abuse and things like that. Um and we know we all know it goes on. Still goes on. Um it's probably got better in recent years, but we we know it, it still happens. It's probably we, more regulated now and they're looked after better than they we'll were go, back in the day.
1: We will go we'll go I w I wanna do like maybe a series on this. I wanna do Eddie Guerrero's death, I wanna do the Benoit murders, I wanna go into all of that. But we've some got to quality. approach
0: it. We've got to approach it in a in a sensitive way. But we will we we, we will certainly we'll certainly talk about that at some point down uh, the road. But um,
1: just sorry, just to that's his that's him done in ring now. he has got to be him done he, he ain't coming back. You think so? I, you I, think even, so, he? I hope so. I hope so. Mm. Yeah. But it, but then you've got the other geezer, Ric Flair saying he wants to die in the ring. So like, it's the, so <laughs> well, that's the that's a profession. When you're a professional wrestler, I'll get the impression you're a professional wrestler forever. You just can't grow out of it.
0: Some you, guys, it's just in their blood, and that's all they want to do. Yeah. And fair play to them. If that's what they want to do, that's you know that's what they want to do with their lives. Who are we to who we to? You
1: can't. But just as a quick side, like literally, a quick sidebar to that. It's the it's the NXT reboot tonight. Obviously, he's not going to be involved with that now, but I don't know how involved he is with NXT at the moment anyway. But yeah. they've, they've taken... I, I believe this is my... Um, Samoa Joe won the belt, well, SummerSlam weekend, so about a month ago. It was his big in-ring mm. return after two years. And then suddenly he gets injured again. Um, yeah,
0: that's the other thing. He's relinquished the title, hasn't he, due to injury.
1: But I've read Sam that it was only a, um, meant to be a two... I don't get it. I don't get it. it meant to be a two-match return. And right. I think it speaks to with something we've got to talk about. But there, there is a power struggle within NXT between Triple H and Vince. And I think yeah. that's all to do with the politics of that. So we won't go into that now, but... Um, yeah, that's that's something
0: it. we can do a deep dive on and see it. Or well, maybe we'll do like an NXT special and just go deep dive on to how it started. Yeah, i that. Where it's been, where it's gone and... What where it's going have been. Well yeah Where it's, The problems with it And then the reboot And where it's going we'll, We can go into that At some point down the road
1: But all, all the best gonna, To you know. Paul Avec. That's what I am saying
0: Yeah I mean we don't We never want to see anybody uh, Suffering or You know Dying or anything like that It's always sad When somebody like that And he's you know He is a legend, a legend. The game. He's the game And uh Hopefully he's uh, He makes full recovery And he, he carries on Doing what he's doing But um so, um, let's go into then the roundup of the week from uh, AEW, oh, Dynamite good, and Rampage. The good stuff. The good stuff. The, let's get in here. Get into, let's talk about some positive things. So we've done a lot of negging in this first uh, section, so let's get into some uh, some good stuff. So, we're going to talk about um, Dynamite from this week. So, um, Dynamite's the first episode after the pay per view. So, we're going to be talking essentially about the the fallout from All Out, um, and if if you want to know more about All Out if you haven't seen it if you want to hear us talk about it we did a full deep dive review in episode one our very first episode it was a full deep dive review a play by play um after you know this is the first episode after the the two day big debut surprises well not surprises I think one of them was a bit of a surprise wasn't it and one of them was definitely expected it was a surprise Um, the way they did it yeah I mean we, we all thought that Adam Cole was coming we didn't know when or where um but it was yeah. There was the way they did it was was a surprise and it was it was wicked. Let's be honest, on it? it was <laughs> like, sick. It was yeah. sick. And we talk we talk all about that in our in the in the first episode. So please do go and you know re-listen to that or listen to it if you haven't listened to it yet. Go listen, and listen
1: to them, to them both it. together. Yeah, you could do it as like yeah. a little binge listen.
0: Yeah, you can listen to both them back to back. You know, better like, than
1: better than anything on Netflix. I tell you.
0: <laughs> yeah, definitely, mate. Um. So yeah, so Cincinnati, Ohio. Um you know, hometown of John Moxley. Uh, and he's fighting in the main event of this. So it's Moxley versus Minoru Suzuki in the main oh, yeah. event in this. Um, what do you think, um, how do you think about, feel about that booking, putting it as an, a main event?
1: I think, again, appealing to the audience they're trying to appeal to. Mm-hmm. I was buzzing for it. I was buzzing yeah. for it. Also, like, it was just the way it was casually chucked out. Like, oh, would we, yeah. we, we're doing Moxley versus Suzuki. Yeah. On Wednesday night, like okay, then I'll have it. Yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's just like there's so much good stuff, and like that could that could mean event a pay per view, Sam. Yeah, they're just chucking it out on the, as much as I'm being critical <laughs> about WWE, blind and what, but another one will be along in a minute. Another good, like it's just, yeah,
0: <laughs> just they're yeah. just stacked, just just chuck wicked matches out left, right, and center. Yeah, but um.
1: Yeah. Um, I can I can I just start with my I know if you wanna but that CM Punk promo when yeah. He, not oh, he, mate, yeah
0: yeah.
1: Not even when he was talking about his own stuff, when he was hyping up the main event, when yeah. he was saying about Adam Cole's here, Brian yeah. Danielson's here, he was just he was a bit like as much as a bad rub as C M Punk gets for being a bit of a dick to deal with, which I was mean, no doubt that he is, yeah. Mm-hmm. He, whether he's phoning in, for you, he just gave me such above buzz, buzz by acting the hype man for AEW. Yeah, he's,
0: what, excited. he's excited to be here, isn't he? He's, yeah. He's, he's clearly excited to be at AEW. Clearly.
1: And, he, and excited and motivated CM Punk is something like, It's only a plus for AEW. Of course it is.
0: Plus for anybody. Yeah. You know, whoever he's working for. That is massive, isn't it?
1: And the bit with him again... He's he He's literally one of my favourite wrestlers. He's got a fascinating story. When he did the bit to with Brian Pillman's aunt and family and things like that, but oh, yeah.
0: again,
1: he's playing. He's playing into for people like me, proper hardcore fans. They're doing. They're doing stuff just to like, woo. You know, I'm, it's, mind <laughs> it, it's mind blowing. It is mind blowing. Yeah.
0: Of course, um, Brian Pillman Junior. Um, we're going to talk about him uh, in a bit as well. But he's also a, C- uh, a Cincinnati boy. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I- good place to Good place to big him up. I've um, got some thoughts on him later, but we'll talk, talk about that in a bit. But, okay. Um, Sorry, no, yeah. I just
1: wanted to start that because that was like my... I say my highlight of the show, but I'm, I'm going <laughs> to... Actually, there was one... Bit of a highlight
0: of the show. Where I got really overexcited, really overexcited. <laughs> right, yeah, right. We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. Sorry, but, yeah. I'm but, yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> but the um, the yeah the punk promo was wicked, and then obviously he's, um, Taz has piped up, and he uh, Excalibur's not there. Um, he's getting married, and uh, Taz is filling in for him, and so Taz has got has uh, got a bit of beef with him, saying doesn't want wanting to mention anyone from Team Taz. What so? What do you think is going to go on there? Well, I it was a bit of a strange one. Well, this do you want, do you want, a, bit, do
1: you want a bit of background? Sam? do you want a bit no, of background? You're going to get um, about 18 months ago. Um, 18 months ago, Punk did q and A. Q&A right. With, with just like on his Twitter page or a Reddit Q and A, whatever it was. Yeah. And he he referenced. He's blatantly, blatantly watching, preparing to come in. Then he went. Yeah, I really like the look of Hobbs. Right. I really, I really like the look of uh, Ricky Starks. Basically, um, Darby Allen at the time. Basically, name drop everyone. He's fu- he's obviously got a wish list. The people he wants to work with,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: and like he's just working through that wish list, which I think is good. You know, yeah, if he's if he's willing to go and work with younger talent, and put them over, he can save your fucking Kenny's, your Brian Danielsons, your whoever's for later mm-hmm. on down the road. Like again, don't blow your load straight away. Yeah, like,
0: let absolutely. him go and
1: work with Brian Cage, Will Hobbs.
0: For, yeah, again, why, why? You know, shove him straight into big main event uh, matches straight away. You know what I mean? If he's got a long-term contract as well, yeah. and he's just happy to be there. Bringing and willing guys to up, do it,
1: Sam. Willing to do it. That's that's, yeah. that's that's the big thing.
0: Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Yeah. He's doing it for the good of, you know. Promotion. Promotion, but making it entertaining. Isn't it? And Which is what yeah. they're there to do. It's their jobs to be entertaining and entertain people.
1: And how excited if you were a Darby Allen, a Ricky Starks, oh, mate, uh, yeah. a Will Hobbs.
0: Yeah. you'd be buzzing. You'd be. I bet Darby Allen's probably still buzzing from the from fighting him at all out. Do you and, know
1: what don't, I mean? and don't and don't and again, this speaks to their booking with WWE. They have one storyline for one, but don't think that that thing of them wrestling as trio with Sting and Dar- that's not gone away. They, no, they'll, they'll they'll call back to that. Mm-hmm. They, that's what they're so. I was thinking about this the other day. That's what they're so clever at. They set these seeds. And then they'll, they'll burn it into the background for a little while, like they do in the MCU. But that's not forgotten about, mate. That'll be called up again.
0: Well, think about um, think about what happened before he went off. What's what's gone on with Hangman? Like yeah. massive storylines back in the day, and then it went on the back burner for a good while, while you know Kenny and Moxley were kind of having it out. And then he came back into it, and we all thought it, like it might be Kenny versus Hangman at all out or something like that. But He's had to go off. I think he's on, pater- he's, he's on paternity leave or something. He'll be that back.
1: Right? Yeah, he'll be back. And also, yeah. it, I reckon he'll be back to, uh, even though he'll um, be back to when they're doing this dissension in the Dark Order, aren't they? Yeah, so, yeah. We'll talk be... about
0: that cause that's in Rampage. We'll, we'll do Dynamite oh, right? so, and then we can, we sorry, can talk just, about that. Just I sorry, you mentioned
1: like... his name and I was like.
0: No, well, to be fair, mate, we can we can talk about it now. We can do it as a full overall
1: we can, we, round-up. We can, we, can, we, can bleed, we can bleed it all in, aren't we? can't we? Yeah, yeah. Go for it, mate. I mean, because my initial, I, I text you about it, I went, this because you don't know a lot about Bray Wyatt, and I was like, fucking hell, you know, this better not be leading to Bray Wyatt taking over the dark <laughs> order. But then you reminded me, you went, no, I think it's going to be Adam Page. And I was like, I, again, I'd forgotten about Adam Page. How bad is that?
0: Because yeah, there's been so
1: much shit going on, I've forgotten about Adam
0: Page. And this is the thing, you this is this is the good thing about AEW, is that they've got so much amazing talent there, that you've forgotten about Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, and the geezer, like he's one of their top guys, isn't he? I love him. I love Adam Page.
1: Again, again I'm going to bash him, I'm going to slag him, because I'm not going to forget any. But you don't get an opportunity to forget about anyone in WWE, because it's just the same old rotation of, Mm. We'll put we'll put these guys in a tag team match. We won't we won't rest anyone.
0: Yeah.
1: But know, yeah, man. that that's gonna be that. What, what else? What else do you want to talk about, Sam? I, I could go on forever. Mate, yeah. This. So
0: um, we I think the, the best thing to talk about is um, maybe talk about Ruby Soho's in ring debut. I'll let, well,
1: I'll let well, you I'll I'll let
0: Actually, go. say I tell you what, is it, It's not a debut, is it? Because she was in the battle royale, but, but a singles uh, first singles match against Jamie Hayter. Um, I think it was. I think it was probably like the crowd seemed well up for, for dynamite the other night. But I think this was um, a low point in terms of crowd energy. Um, yeah, they seem to be on board. They, they seemed to be over with Ruby straight away. Ruby got a lot of cheers.
1: The music's sick. Oh yeah, her uh, uh, theme tune's fantastic.
0: Yeah, we have fucking Taz singing along to it, didn't you? At the end, <laughs> you've got. To, I've
1: got to find the clip of Taz singing along to you know Tarzan. You know Tarzan boy.
0: Right? Well, yeah. Jungle,
1: well, Jungle Boy, a couple of yeah. months ago on Dark, he was just. I just think Taz is having a wild time again. <laughs> He's it, enjoying himself, isn't uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he?
0: Um, but yeah, I thought, um, I mean, it was alright, mate. It was an alright match. But um, obviously, it got all kicked off at the end. But like, I thought it was a little bit random having having Riho come in. Would you, what are your thoughts on that, on Reho coming in and kind of trying to save I the day th- a bit? I think
1: the AEW a- win. This is gonna make me sound well set, but I'm not sexist. But there's so much going on, and like you're probably a bigger fan of women's wrestling than I am. But that's my piss break. I have to say, I can't, <laughs> I can't, I can't be taking it all in. I like brick breaker, um, yeah. like, but I can't get engaged by the women, mate. I can't. Yeah. Pro- probably they're gonna do some sort of tag, aren't they? Where Reho comes in and
0: well, they did it It was a rampage, wasn't it? They had a three way tag at Rampage. It was. DMD Rebel and Jamie Hayer, um, Ruby Soho, Chris Statlander, and Riho.
1: If we if we've got any female, this is not a. But I just can't get. I've got. I've got to get my head around it. But Sam Sam's the women's correspondent. Should we just get, <laughs> we if we're dishing out duties, Should we do that now?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, sure, mate. If you want me to go more in depth into the women's side, then I'm happy to do that because I quite like it. I think these matches. I think weren't particularly you know, fantastic matches. But um I think they're they're trying to push Ruby Soho quite hard at the minute and trying to get her into a big storyline and trying to squeeze her in somewhere. I don't know if it's a little bit forced and a little bit too soon. Um
1: So do you reckon it's gonna be Brit versus um uh Ruby Soho at full gear? Do you reckon they're gonna hold that off to full gear or they're gonna do that? It
0: could be, yeah, it could be. Um, because I think, like, if you count if you count the battle royale, which which you should, because it is a match. He's had three three matches in her first three appearances. You know they're clear yeah. the writer and they're pushing and obviously pushing her quite hard.
1: Because I wondered if they would do it straight away at the um, Washington thing, at right. flushing that flushing Meadows. But I don't, think know, will now. Right. I think they'll hold that off.
0: Yeah, we'll. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, they were kind of meh matches, really. But. Um, yeah. But they're definitely trying to push Ruby very hard. So um, let's talk about. I do want to have a quick talk about um, Dante Martin versus Hobbs. Yep. I think. Um, how do you feel about Dante Martin?
1: I think when when was it? About three or four weeks ago that he got mm. really. They went. They, they did. They did a ten man tag, didn't they? About mm. two or three weeks ago, where he was like the um, feature of the match. Yeah. yeah. And I I really think. He he, along with um, two
0: yeah,
1: are the the next crop of people. I, I really look forward to watching them. I yeah. like. I, I think Dante Martin's got a big future, and it's it's good to see because they've done it a couple of times before, and I can't think of any examples off the top of my head. But where they've done, they where they've shone the spotlight on younger talent. Yeah, yeah, and but then it's gone away again. But they seem to have found their groove of. Focusing on Dante Martin, I, I think he's got a big future. I I,
0: think. I agree, mate. I think I think if he I think he can he could do with bulking up a little bit, um, yeah. and obviously he needs to work on his um, out of ring stuff because we haven't really seen much of it any at all. Yeah. I mean, I say he's got to work on it, but we haven't really seen it, so it's hard to, to judge him on it. But um, in the ring, the is so entertaining to watch. He flies about like nobody's. He's like a feather. The Gazer floats in the air. I've never seen so much hang time. You,
1: I'm really, um, no, This is good, Sam. You're, you're seeing. I'm seeing a lot of, passion coming out of you.
0: A lot of passion. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Do you know what I mean? though He's he's just he, right. That's He's your entertaining. One. He's entertaining to watch, isn't he, Dante Martin? I'm a, I'm a fan of him. I'd like to see a lot more of him.
1: That's your one to watch, Sam. Is it?
0: He's my one at the minute. Yeah. He's at the minute. I think he is. He's he's only like twenty two. he's
1: yeah, ridi- ridiculous. It's ridiculous. How he's he
0: really is. young. He's really young. I like, say. So I think if he can, if you can maybe put on a bit of muscle. Um. Yeah, but obviously you don't want him to get too jacked because he'll lose his. Uh, he'll get too heavy and it'll become yeah. like mm-hmm. a stone. But at the minute the geezer seems to float in the air, it's like he's flying, like literally flying. It's obscene. But yeah, I love him. I think he's great. Um.
1: Can we t- can we talk about my favorite bit, please? Go on,
0: go on it, go on.
1: <sighs> Brian, and Kenny, the stand <laughs> yeah. down, the standoff, rather. The whole f- <laughs> mate. I just I just want to see it. I just want to see it now. Mate, it's, this yeah. is what... This is
0: what...
1: It's coming. It's coming. up. coming. <laughs> I, don't, I I think it's coming before full gear. I don't mean they're holding this off till November.
0: No. And, unless
1: they do... Because I think the way they're going to go is... Mm. Kenny's going to go, I'm not facing you. You haven't got a record. Yeah,
0: you no got, ranking, you, yeah.
1: Haven't, you haven't got a record named up. So he's going to make him run through maybe... But I reckon they'll start off. You know, you know what I think the first match, uh, Brian's first, Daniel Bryan's first matches against Michael Nakazawa, just yeah. having run through Michael yeah. Nakazawa. Like, know, like, wait, that's double.
0: gonna be like a thirty-second match.
1: Yeah, that, but that's how they build
0: it up. They will build, build
1: it up, build it up, like to do like a boss-level storyline. Do you know what I'm right, saying? Okay. Where Yeah. 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 That's because yeah. that be that be. No, I'm not facing you. You haven't got a record. You can, you can imagine like Kenny and Don going off like. Oh no, yeah.
0: Hey, you're nothing. Yeah, I mean that is a hundred percent you know, what Kenny and Donka and this is the thing, like AW made a thing about the ranking system, haven't they? Yeah,
1: that's their big that's their big USP. So, isn't it?
0: And I think it is like I think it's I think it is flawed in you know, this you know, it's not per, it's not a perfect system by any means, but they do seem to try and stand by it. I mean there are obviously occasions where they don't, but um but yeah, they'd be they'd be right to point it out. But yeah, yeah you can just it's got a it's gonna be. It's gonna happen, isn't it? Let's be. Oh, let's
1: just get to that now, please. That's that, That's gonna be a belter.
0: Nick, and don't I, don't, sp- don't spunk everything right away. I know, Come on. but I'm telling I'm <laughs> you, I'm telling you this. now that that
1: pay per view is on a Saturday mm. this time rather. Than, so I'm I'm pitching I'm pitching to it's you. It's not out. even
0: um, It's not even a pay per view, is it? It's just a special episode of Dynamite.
1: What full gear? No, full uh, gear is a pay per view. Is Are You sure? In, in November, yeah, that's one of their four pay per views, mate. Right, okay. yeah.
0: Maybe I think there's something. There's a there's a there's a Saturday yeah. Night Dynamite coming up. Yeah, there there is. Well. You're,
1: you're correct, but that's yeah. not November. We've got a little way to wait. But I'm pitching right, okay. to you. I'm pitching to you now for that. Um, Saturday, uh, that full gear. We record, we recalled on the Sunday. We we like, I, I think that card's gonna be sick. Yeah, could you well think, be mate. Could you, well think,
0: be. you think
1: you think you think you got Punk gonna wrestle again. You have got Brian Danielson. You have got Adam Cole. That this could again. That it's just the options you got, Sam. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And we could also, there was also another matter. Um, I mean that yeah, that promo with Kenny and Brian Danielson, and Adam Cole was was brilliant. I
1: had me um, salivating, mate.
0: Yeah, but we've also got the king of promos at a minute, MJF. Right. Oh, <laughs> Did MJF right. take it a bit too far,
1: <laughs> mate? If they if they agree, well, we see what happened afterwards, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, no, yeah, mate. So- if, they, if they're willing to do it, if they're willing to do it, then let them do it.
0: Yeah, so essentially, if you don't know, if you haven't seen this, basically MJF come out, as he does, slags off the town. So he's slagging off Cincinnati big time, as he usually does. He usually slags off the town that they're in, whatever town they're in. But um, yeah, basically Brian Pillman Jr.'s family in the crowd, and he starts slagging them off, um, giving them shit. And then Brian Pillman Jr. comes out, and then MJF basically starts slagging off Pillman's mum, <laughs> and it all kicks off. <laughs> Yeah, it all goes like, <laughs> mate. Yeah.
1: You know what this is? Again, like, this is a proper like old school wrestling angle. And yeah. Tony Khan again, he he grew up with something called, he watched something called Bill Watch UWF, which is right. a proper old school like scuzzy wrestling. What they used to do cheap? What this is called cheap heat? Yeah. Just right. cheap, just cheap like like angles like this proper like gritty angles. And this yeah. was something straight out of that sort of old-school pro-wrestling pro, res- pro wrestling mentality.
0: Yeah. Uh,
1: it's just, oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> do um, you think
0: they're going to go anywhere with it? Or do you think it was just for the Cincinnati crowd?
1: I mean, it obviously, it kind of tried to elevate Brian Pillman, didn't it? That's of course the it, fit. it that, that, That's what it was designed to do. Yeah. Elevate, it, elevate it Brian.
0: Because um, Pillman... Um, Main evented rampage, to, yeah. Uh, you know, a couple of days later, and which I was, really enjoyed that match. Which was also filmed. Max Caster, I thought it was a really good match, and I thought, and it got me thinking: Is Brian Pillman Junior. wasted um, as a tag team guy?
1: This comes back to my theory, Sam. Of sometimes there's too much, rest- there's too many wrestlers in AEW. Mm. It comes back to my theory of: Do you know they've got relationships with Impact, with the NWA, with yeah. other? F- they should they should load them out for a bit. They should yeah. like let let Brian Pillman go on a singles run to um, impact and uh, do bits because he's yeah. just not getting enough time to develop.
0: No, absolutely, and he's obviously obviously part of the Varsity Blondes tag team, but even yeah, let- them even them as a tag team aren't getting a huge amount of time. Nah, at the moment. Um, yeah, you might be right. It might be, it might be worth you know considering doing something like Man. that. whether it will happen or not. I don't. you know it remains to be seen, but like. There's yeah. five.
1: There's five or six people. I'd still immediately to use that phrase again. Stick out on loan. There, okay. is, there <laughs> yeah. is like I, I won't go for it, but it would spring to mind immediately.
0: Send him to the championship for. A yeah, championship. yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, no, um, but yeah, I don't know. I like him. I, I think he's got massive potential, Phil Junior. I think he really has.
1: I think uh, he really has. Um. So, can I move on to the main event of Rampage?
0: That,
1: that was the main what? event at Rampage uh, no the, no, 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 the opening, opening match of Rampage
0: which possibly should have been the main event um, that was an absolute banger mate absolute yeah. <laughs> banger yeah it was a good match on it
1: and this is what I want to see out of Andrade I want, like, he's got it in his locker he ain't really shown it in AW yet but I thought that was fucking brilliant Again, they've chucked, they've chucked it out. They've just chucked it out there.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was going to be a all out, wasn't it? It wasn't meant to be a pay per view yeah. match. So you know, they had to. They wanted to. They clearly wanted to put this match on. They were clearly you know, excited to put this match on. Um, so they obviously had to put it somewhere. Um, but yeah, I think there's there's a straight there's potentially an angle coming from it with. Uh, I mean, Chavo was just coming into it with Andrade, but clearly Andrade was a bit miffed what? that Chavo had. Uh, Helped him out.
1: I reckon, do you want to hear my, like, I've got, this is where it does, because I've gone, I, I floated to you a your theory, didn't I, about Ric Flair. Yeah. yeah. I've, yeah. I've completely changed my mind, because <laughs> I thought, I thought Ric Flair was going to be part of this, you know, Tully and, um, MJ, uh, not MJF, Sting. Uh, du, Tully, Sting and Darby thing, because mm. I said to you, Sting and Tully know each other from, The Horseman, yeah. The Horseman links to Ric Flair because he was another member of the Horseman. Mm-hmm. So I thought, I said to you, this, this is leading into some, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. This is leading to Ric Flair coming at some point as part of this angle. Yeah. But then, I've completely flipped on that and think it, I'm thinking now, for them to abandon the whole Charvo thing so quickly, because I, I, don't, I don't think it's worked. I think the way that uh, Andrade's character's been handled has been yeah. completely, completely wrong. But you know what I think it's leading to because obviously, so obviously you might not know, but Charlotte's married to Andrade, Charlotte Flair.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So Ric Flair's his father-in-law. Yeah, he's been released by WWE now. So I think it's leading to him coming in to manage Andrade, which
0: well he's done it in um, in AAA, hasn't AAA
1: it? yeah, he did it in a match with Kenny, but yeah. in like Ric Flair is like I know he's a figure of fun to a lot of people, Ric Flair, blah blah blah, but on the mic. He's the greatest of all time, like one of the greatest of all time. But mm. Ric Flair, last couple of appearances he did for WWE, he was showing his age in terms of like yeah, well,
0: he's verbi-
1: an fella. verbiage and everything like that. Do I want to see Ric Flair in twenty? 20- Where are we? Twenty twenty one? We are in twenty are one, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, I
0: know.
1: Do I want to see him in twenty twenty one with a live mic in his hand? I don't know. I don't know. Mm. But hopefully, Tony Khan's got enough now and enough to pre-produce him to sort him out. And
0: this is it. If he if he does come in. You'd, you'd think you'd this is the this is the point where we had Mick Foley talking, saying, "If you're a big talent, who do you trust with your career?" And that's talking about young talent. We we're, we're talking about legends here, and you know they've got to take the same care with them as they do all the other talent. Yeah. You've got to mm-hmm. make it entertaining. You've got to make sure they're doing doing what you know the right things,
1: which they have done. I think we, we say, say about so far, You say about Tully. You say yeah. about Taz, you say about Jake, Jake the Snake as well. Let's right? yeah. not, he's one, one of my favorites, but again, that's a geezer's not getting enough time for me. Lance, what's his name? Lance, Lance Archer.
0: Archer, yeah, yeah.
1: That's someone I think when it opens up again, when the ball, send him to Japan,
0: yeah. Well, he won again. that, he won the US title off of mox, didn't he? Yeah, the new and, Japan, but um.
1: When when the New Japan USA division opens up more with the traveling, that I see him going to like work there for send him to work there for a bit. Yeah. You know, after, again another that's like, no, a complete sidebar, but what coming back to that is how you handle your legends and that like that yeah. is how you do it.
0: Yeah, I think yeah, what they've done with Sting is brilliant, really, isn't it? Like you can't fault what they've done with him. I mean, the Gaze is, what, sixty two. He's had a couple of Vin Ring things that he's that he's had to do, and he's looked he's looked really good yeah and he's also, looked really good in sorry. any of the wrestling matches he's had to, he's had to do he's, he's, he's looked good
1: and also Sam one thing it does play in so you saw him Ric Flair you yeah. got him you got him as a character for the video game then yeah that's that, true when you've got all these pay- and if you have got a Mick Foley you, you can put him in as part of the video game
0: and that, that I think that
1: pays for itself a little bit
0: oh yeah 100% yeah. if you can sell if you can get those numbers on those game sales mate yeah 100% percent to pay for themselves hundred percent if you get rick
1: rick flair to put in a video game as well that's another usp i've not i've not bought a wrestling game god knows how long but if that game review comes out and it's half decent yeah i'll be going and buying it i I haven't bought a playstation game in god knows how long i've got ps4 i'll i would buy a ps5 specifically if it was half decent specifically to play it
0: yeah yeah that's it mate absolutely 100% Hundred percent. We've gone um, long. We've
1: gone long. On we end. haven't
0: gone long. Is there anything else we need to talk about in terms of uh, this week's dynamite before we get into our meet your Royal Rumble talk?
1: Uh, first match. Put...
0: First match on dynamite was Dustin Rhodes versus Malachi Black. Um, Malachi, Malachi Black's one is another new fella who's coming, isn't he? And he's, he's. I don't know. It, it, can't quite figure out where they're going with him because he's only really fought people in the Nightmare family, isn't it? I know they're, yeah. they're doing the big rematch, aren't they? next next week yeah next week with Cody's Cody Cody str- coming back
1: Cody's a strange one like yeah. he's just seen like again but he seems to take time off he's obviously taking time off for parental leave but he took a massive chunk of time off last year to mm. film some sort of like X Factor style thing that he was a judge <laughs> on like yeah. I just think and also like I'm, I'm, no one but he's very ADHD and what yeah. he does he seems to set up feuds with people <laughs> And that just seemed No, I'm bored of that now. I'm bored of that. I want to do this. And because yeah. he has got a bit of creative control... Well, he obviously has. He has,
0: yeah.
1: He's an OG, yeah. is And he? And I think he needs to be... Not reined in, but he needs to decide what he's doing, Cody. Because obviously, you're you you you're aware of the stipulation of... He's not allowed to take, uh, not allowed to have a title shot. Right, okay. I didn't
0: uh, know that. I didn't know because,
1: that. Because... Oh, fuck. I can't remember the top of my head. He, he wrestled someone and one of the stipulations was he couldn't have a title shot... And where is in WWE? That would be forgotten about that, would be swept under the carpet and think, oh, mm. we we get a we'll weasel our way out of this. But yeah. he's he's very prevalent. he's very thingy about the fact of, no, we've said this, so I'm not gonna have a title shot now. So you can't even put him in the title picture. So no. I have I've completely sidebared away from Malachi Black. No, no, that's fine,
0: you know. mate, because it all ties in. It all
1: ties in. So I mean I'd have I'd have him smacked I think that's gonna at that stadium show at the, the um uh in two weeks. That's I think that's gonna be blood and guts. I think that's gonna be full old school code because you actually that's a good point to bring up. On you watch Cody versus Dustin Dustin this week because I have yeah. not made you up said yeah send you to watch that. What did you think of that?
0: That was brutal, mate. It was brutal. It's the only word for it, isn't it? Really, the when amount of see- blood coming out of Dustin's head
1: again. It is um. Because you are aware that his daddy's is dusty, their their daddy's dusty, dust, roads, dust, yeah. dusty roads, yeah, yeah,
0: and
1: that see he, he was one of the main bookers in like again seventies eighties, and and he used to do very blood heavy. He got his job taken away from him because um, when he was booking, oh probably butchered this, but no one's going to care. I think he was booking WCW, and do you know Legion Doom? Yeah, yeah. Um, he did an angle where they said, no blood, no blood, no blood. And he was so annoyed that like the executive was... He did an angle where, I think it was Hulk. He booked it, took one of his spikes and jabbed it into someone's head. So like they did loads of... That's why he lost his Bloody job. Oh, that's wow. why he, he did it out of spite. So what I'm getting around to is Cody follows a lot of his dad's methodology.
0: Right,
1: I see. So I think that's what we're going to get. We're going to get something very similar to that. Yeah, When it's Malachi Black versus him yeah. in two
0: weeks. And that could be great. That could be a great watch, to be yeah. honest. That, that, that could be, because I, I love Malachi Black. And I love you do, He's straight. Yeah, I've, I've, he? I've got a man crush on Malachi Black. Like, he is metal as fuck, and I love it. His theme music is Amon Ra, and, mate, just, oh, gets me. Gives me a little tingle, I love it. Good,
1: good lad. Ended, good I lad.
0: think his his entrance, his entrance is like I think it's my favorite entrance of like anybody. You know that when he's like sitting at the ring, there's fog, He's wearing that mask. He just walks in slowly, and then the lights go off, and then all of a sudden he's on the top rope. I
1: think, oh. I think, I think, he, I think I'm getting a good sense of what you like in your wrestling. Sam, when these two and a bit episodes will be done. <laughs> yeah, and your philosophy, if you was a booker, I think yeah. I, I'm getting. I've got. I've got to introduce you to EWR. It's basically Football Manager but a wrestling booking simulator. I think you'd love it.
0: <laughs> okay, mate. Yeah. If we get if we get time to play those sort of things, yeah, yeah. I'll have a look. I'll have a look. <laughs> For sure. All right. So I think that's a good place to leave it. I think um, I don't, we haven't even talked about Mox versus Suzuki. we touched <laughs> on it briefly that it was happening, but uh, yeah. What, let me get your what, what are your thoughts on it. What about that? Went
1: I loved it because it yeah. was ev- everything I expected. Because you said it oh, was all right, you know what I mean. It yeah. was, but for me, but, it was mm-hmm.
0: all right. But I think that's because I've got no sense of nostalgia for Suzuki. Yeah, exactly. Like that, you know, um,
1: it was everything. Just them lumping the fuck out of each other, basically. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? Which is yeah. what you
0: said to me. It was going to be. Yeah.
1: yeah. So I loved it,
0: mate. I, as as again, as
1: if I'm going to paint myself as a hardcore fan. Yeah. I think it played again. They've got the bollocks to do it. They got mm-hmm. the boll- bollocks to do it to play, if um, to do something that caters. They've got, they're very aware of their hardcore audience, and sure. where whereas some people would be like that is too niche. We want to check. They not They say no. This is what we're doing for them. Mm-hmm. So we're going to think of them first and foremost. If anyone else wants to jump on board,
0: yeah,
1: that's what that's what I respect AEW for. Yeah, mate, it's
0: quality. Oh, uh, yeah. The, yeah, just two two geezers just beating the fuck out of each other on a main event. We'll um, go
1: We'll go back and watch some New Japan. We'll go, right, again, we've got an evergreen list. This, if this podcast carries on, I've got material. But I yeah. just stuff stuff that I want to show you. I want you to just go back and watch.
0: Yeah, 100%, mate, 100%. Right, okay, yeah. So that was your roundup of kind of, as you know, we've gone on for a while there about everything that happened in uh, AEW this week uh, on uh, Dynamite White and Rampage. So I expect the same again next week. We've got, uh, well, it's tonight, but I won't be able to see it until tomorrow because we live in a different country in a different bloody time zone. No, it's so. not
1: tonight, mate. It's Tuesday, isn't it? Tonight? Oh
0: God, it's Tuesday, isn't it? We haven't
1: we ain't been recording that long. Oh, <laughs>
0: losing my mind. Mate, we have, yeah. we have
1: got we have got NXT the reboot tonight, which I might actually watch. So I can give you a little bit of thoughts on that for next yeah, week. Yeah,
0: I'm tempted to have a quick look at it and see see how it.
1: Um, turns yeah, out. no, let's let's, let's let's make a little pact to that. Let's watch a little bit. Yeah, I'll, I'll watch some
0: of it anyway. Yeah, I'll, we'll watch some of it and we can report back next week on uh, on what we think of that as well. we'll yeah, just just okay. briefly. We won't we won't linger on it too long. It might be we...
1: really good, mate. It might be really good.
0: But I doubt it. <laughs> you never know. You <laughs> never know. Okay, so we're going to uh, take a little break and then we're going to move on to the meaty, meaty part of the show. The end part of the show. We're going to talk about the 1999 Royal Rumble. I accept the match you just proposed Rock you and I at the Royal Rumble in an I quit match You see what I'm going to do very simply is beat the living hell out of you Until you cannot take it anymore And you look up at me with that ridiculous eyebrow And you say the two magic words Rock So mate, 1999. Let's get in rumble. the time. Let's
1: get in the time machine. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Let's go
0: back to 1999. This is like Stranger Things, except the '90s, not the '80s. But um, so where? So 1999, I would have been 11. No, I would have been well at the time of the rumble. I'd have been 10.
1: So I would have been in year five. So what does that? What
0: does that, how does that work? Uh, yeah, between yeah between nine and ten. Yeah, yeah. January, so it's January, the Royal Rumble. So it's the first pay per view of the year, isn't it? Royal Rumble. Yep,
1: always the Rumble.
0: Yeah. So um, there's from this, there's kind of, I mean, you certainly you'd have heard it in a clip um, leading up to it. Um, there's kind of there's two kind of major storylines going along around um, the Royal Rumble at this time, or leading up to the Rumble, I should say. So we've got the the feud between Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin which has been, like, heating up, you know. We're not going to go into, like, mega details about this feud because we could be here all bloody day with we'll the go, back we'll, and forth and what happens, you know. What and we also, we'll to. go back
1: and do some more. We'll go back and yeah. do, like, we'll not, like, next week, but we'll pick out, like, things from... Yeah. Because there's so much to cover.
0: I mean, the Attitude Era. I mean, we don't want to be an Attitude Era podcast, but there's so much to talk about through uh, around that time. It was I don't great... think my
1: 2020 break could take the Attitude Era podcast, <laughs> mate, honestly. <laughs> yeah. But we'll get, we'll get to that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I feel you, mate. I feel you. But yeah, so we won't go into like mad detail. But all you need to know is that Vince McMahon and Stone Cold Steve Austin have been feuding back and forth for ages. And it kind of all culminates at the Royal Rumble. Um, I mean, there's bits that like, happen after that, obviously. And later on, um, Steve Austin will have a big feud with The Rock and that kind of thing. But in terms of the Vince Austin feud, it's kind of all start like, kind of starts leading up to this Royal Rumble event in January. Uh, and then the second big um, storyline that we're going to cover is the one of uh, Mankind Mankind and The Rock leading up to the. Uh, title match, the I quit match at the Royal Rumble. Um and I guess we'll start I think we will we'll go into we're gonna do this kind of chronologically. Um but first all I'm gonna do Nick is I'm gonna ask you what um who were you watch who were you watching in nineteen ninety nine in terms of uh, WWF it was right. WWF back then who was who was your man to watch? Who was who was you who would you get excited this is about a, seeing on the table? This, this is a
1: really random start to this story yeah. I was still I was still following it, but not mm-hmm. as much. I was in like your Hogan Flair era, but mm-hmm. I lost touch with it a little bit because um, we didn't have cable for right. the longest. But ironically enough, I remember this to this day. And when you said that, when you said this, mm-hmm. we got ca- we got cable back again. In t- h- dodgy cable. We weren't paid for it properly. Sure. Dodgy, ca- <laughs> dodgy cable in January '99. Like, and this is the this is where it all dovetails so you gotta think my like my brain of Hogan, Flair, the macho man, yeah. Jake Jake and all that, and that, like the way wrestling was presented. Then I turned it on, I was like, What the fucking hell is this? People getting <laughs> smashed in the head with chairs, tits yeah. coming out, blood, cages, yeah, you know, you know what I mean? Like my my little brain was like, This is not my wrestling, but I was in got I was like that. And yeah. to your to your point, my guy, my, I didn't understand heels and faces that dynamic. Guy was supposed no. to be chill, but my guy was the Rock. I, yeah. If it, if if you if you, I think at that time you could divvy yourself into two camps: Rock mm-hmm. or Austin. Yeah, I was I was Team Rock all way all
0: the way along. See, I was Austin. I was always Austin. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He was a nutter. He was like this dirty beer drinking. Common as muck, kind of guy. See, that like, mate, I, I love I, that,
1: I was, You know, I, that speaks to our personalities now. I'm more refined, mate. I, look to, I like the yeah. fine, yeah, fine dressed man. I like the sunglasses. I like whatever.
0: The Rock was, you know, well dressed, like add, like add money and all that. And he was, yep. and at that time, he was part of, you know, Vince's faction, the Corporation, which at that time was it was The Rock. Who was it? It was Test. The uh, Rock, big boss man, was in it. Yep, Ken, Ken Shamrock, Ken Shamrock. Yep, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So uh, had all those guys.
1: Can I do an analogy, Sam? Please, I yeah. know how much I love an analogy. Of course, mate. But, of course. W- like when you think about it, when you think of eighties, WWE, you think Hulk Hogan, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, and when you think of like the two thousands and 2000s, you think of John Cena. There, there, you yeah. kind of want. And now, to a lesser extent, Roman Reigns. But I don't think he's on that level. That's just something we could do. But there, you're like marquee stars of that time. But yeah. but at that time, you had two marquee stars you had your Lennon and McCartney yeah,
0: yeah. you had
1: you had two once in a generation stars at yeah. the same time with Austin that's why they actually were a fire
0: yeah 100%.
1: everything everything come along and you had them two juggernauts
0: yeah and they were massive weren't they and like yeah, Wait, drawing people think, in they were like so good to watch because they, were, they, were, they were totally different totally different styles of wrestling totally different characters but and they just also, people in sorry. go on mate
1: also, you got to think how mainstream wrestling was, Sam. How yes. mainstream, Like you, you said it. You now only there. We was in year five. Everyone, our age group, everyone was watching wrestling.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: There was when you went out in the playground. People was doing moves on each other.
0: <laughs> yeah. Every
1: everyone was watching. Did you watch Raw the other night? Yeah,
0: yeah.
1: Like you can't even wrap your head around. It, like you said it the other day. Like one of my best mates, your cousin. You yep. went round these and We was all having house parties to watch it. Staying yeah, up, we'd all, we'd all having sleepovers.
0: Yeah, we'd all go round Do- each other's houses late. You know, late watch Raw on a Friday night because it was on. It was on Monday. It's a Monday night Raw, but it was shown on Sky Sports on a Friday night. And yeah, we'd we'd go around and watch it. And then I remember, I remember me and Harry, my cousin. He, we watched the. I remember watching the Raw. I think we watched it round is. We we watched it together. I don't know that much. Can't remember if he come around mine or we, I was round is. But yeah, we stayed up, stayed up to watch Raw Royal Rumble 1999.
1: <laughs> and, yeah, also, was, this reminded me of a quick story. But, on, do mate. you know, like, on, um, obviously, Raw, Raw WWE was on Sky, but yeah. WWE was on Cartoon Network, weren't it, when it went over to TNT at yeah. nine o'clock? I don't know, I don't tell, know if you, yeah. do you remember that? Do you yeah,
0: remember? I do. But, I'd forgotten about it, Even yeah. Oh, yeah, I do. My, I do remember it. went my, over to TNT, didn't it, over, my, after a certain time, yeah.
1: My brother Jack, yeah. He he weren't that into it. He was into it, but he used to it to wind me up. He was like, "No, because we only, only had one telly, and like mum, dad used to was." Now he goes, "I want to watch WW tonight," and like yeah. we had to do alternate weeks of oh, like because he like he loved hot, but he used to it just to be the contrarian, just to wind me up because he was young. <laughs> he was younger. He was playing like the you know, and he, when it was his week to watch, I had to watch like Hogan and like Ric Flair like plodding around. Just, but, <laughs> but just get again context of the time like. Yeah. You had two. You had two channels going. oh, mate, it's what a time, what a time!
0: But this was the time of the Monday Night Wars, as yeah. well. And this is kind of leading up to this. Is where WWF overtook WCW, really? And, and don't and forget, is, this was
1: the, sorry, I'm, and I'm, it is, I'm, I'm it's, it's
0: basically it's basically it, like the the time, the kind of few months before this, maybe the year before this pay per view, is when WWF had fully kind of overtaken WCW. WCW was winning those Monday well, Night Wars. Well,
1: you had you had the um, 83 Weeks, which is the name of yep. Eric, Bischoff, Eric Bischoff's podcast, mm-hmm. 83 Weeks in a row that Nitro beat Raw. Yeah. And also, I think this is an important point to remember. This was the days before the internet. Yeah, yeah. So, like, whereas you go on now, and everything would be so... You had to wait for us. You had to wait till a Friday. And yep. it, you might... And I used to... Again, this is... But, you know, in school, you had, like, one library computer with internet on it, didn't <laughs> you? Know, like, yeah. And if I could get time, like, sneak me away. I'd read. I'd, read, I'd think I was a tits because I'd be reading Raw was on a Tuesday.
0: <laughs> and, like, <laughs> yeah.
1: find, and, like, someone used to print them out for me, so I knew what was going on. So I used to tell everyone, this is what's going on, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yeah, Um
1: yeah. I can't remember what I was going to say. But I think that's the important... <laughs> uh, I, yeah, but the famous line of... Because, obviously, Raw was taped... Where Nitro was live. I don't know if yeah. you know that. It was like yeah, yeah. And and what they used to do on Nitro was read out the raw results, like say, blah, blah, this is what happens in war, you don't have to bother switching over now. Yeah. So like <laughs> But the famous line that they did was when Mick Foley won the belt as Mankind. Yeah. He went, Oh Mick Foley used to wrestle with his Cactus Jack. Tony Fivani said he wins their world title tonight. So don't bother but everyone did switch over. So they yeah. basically shot themselves in the foot. Do you understand they what did, I'm yeah. saying? And that that, yeah. that was the fun- yeah.
0: Brilliant. Yeah, that's I mean, yeah, that's mad, doesn't it? when you think about that, that's that's crazy. And that but was like, a turn
1: and that was the first turning point of WWE dying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I think I think that's the that's often cited that night when Foley wins the belt on Raw is like when it properly turned. Yeah, it, was, it was the you first time I mean?
1: beat him in the ratings, isn't it? And then yeah. the rest is history, as they say.
0: As they say, the rest is history, mate, and WWE is the behemoth it is today, maybe. Who knows? Yeah. It could be WCW's own own doing, but um, yeah, amazing. But um, so let's get into a little bit of the timeline. Let's get into story time with Sam. Yeah. <laughs> so, bye bye. Bye bye. So we're gonna yeah we're gonna start we're gonna start this story. This may go back further than this, but we're gonna start the kind of build up to the Rumble at Survivor Series 1998. At that time the at that the time of that pay per view the WWF title was vacant. So nobody had the title. And the whole, basically, the whole that pay-per-view was going to be a tournament to see who was going to take the vacant title. And it deadly culminated. Games. Yeah, deadly Games. Deadly that's Games. What that was That <laughs> <it, that's what's laughs> yeah. so was Survivor Series, Deadly Games, yeah. <laughs> so, and it culminated at the end. Uh, the final of that tournament was a match between The Rock and Mankind. Mm-hmm. And Mankind was basically cheated out of the title. Because Vin, uh, The Rock, at the end of the match, got him in a sharpshooter. There was no sign of mankind tapping. No verbal surrender or anything like that. And Vince just decided, right, he's done. Ring the bell. The Rock wins. There yeah. you go.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, Yeah. That, and that is a callback to, I'm going to say, but uh, the year before that, when so I was 97, was the Montreal screw job Right. Which is where basically Bret Hart was signing, going to sign for WCW mm-hmm. but everyone was aware of it his contract had run down yeah. but he, he didn't He didn't want to um, lose the belt to Shawn Michaels
0: mm-hmm.
1: so going out there going out there um, he, there was there was back, there's political backwards and forwards like he didn't want to lose to Shawn Michaels there, there's a lot of real life hatred and backstory there. so um, he thought he was going to win and then Surrender the title the next night on Raw, so we all know wrestling's work fake. But yeah. he gave he gave one ending, like he had the impression of one ending. Yeah. But he got screwed out of the belt like live on television by Vince changing the ending on the fly. Brilliant. Have you, yeah. have you ever have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen me? I've never
0: watched
1: and... it. No, but I will. I'll, I'll I'm, I'm, I prob- I'm proper. I'm this proper is, This is worth a podcast by itself. <laughs> so anyway, that's all that. So that that was a callback to that. That's why the 98 Survivor Series ended like that. I see.
0: Well, that ended like that. And then we go to the rematch. And that was at Rock Bottom, December 13th, 1998. So the last pay-per-view of the year. And there's a rematch between Mankind and The Rock. Now, Mankind, once again, gets screwed out of the title. Because The Rock... He's got the mandible... Well, Mankind's got the mandible claw on The Rock. The Rock passes out and he's... Done, essentially he's knocked knocked him out and he's won the match. The bell's ring yeah. bell bell rings, Foley thinks he's won the title. And then Vince comes out and says, Yeah, you've won the match, but the title can only be handed over by a pin for submission. So Foley's won the match, but the rock is still the champion. Yeah. Once again getting screwed out of the title. Shocking. Shocking behaviour. <laughs>
1: yeah. Bro we're a Vince McMahon. This uh, is when, this, this, this is this is Vince McMahon. had like about him.
0: Yeah, well, this is it. This is this is the this is a point I kind of wanted to make uh, around this. Where where does Vince McMahon rank in the heels in all time? Oh, mate, greatest heels? mate.
1: He, as He's much there, as I've slag I've slagged Vince McMahon off at the start of this podcast yeah. as a character and his character work at his peak. Oh, yeah. mate, he he was. He was yeah. the greatest heel, heel in the business firm.
0: Yeah.
1: The majority you know, he, of his runs. He's, he,
0: he's in the conversations with one of the greatest heel characters ever. Oh, oh we're, doing, we're, doing,
1: we're doing that as a top 10. We are. That, that, <laughs> I, yeah. That's a proper partridge idea for a podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah. Idea for a program. Yeah, we'll
1: do uh, that. sad. How often do I do that to you in the week? since oh, you voice notes. Nick, right, Nick ideas?
0: sends me. Yeah, Nick sends me voice notes on the daily. He's like, I've got an idea. I've got an idea for a show. Let's do this. When, Let's do this.
1: When I'm on my way to work in the cab, yeah. my yeah. cab driver must think I'm mental.
0: <laughs> I reckon he does, mate. He's not the only one either. <laughs> so, yeah. so yeah. Once again, mankind cheated out the belt. So we're going to move on um, to the end of that pay per view. It's the same same event, and we've got a buried alive match between Undertaker is- and Austin. So this is the second half. This is the you second watch part this? of this. I did watch it, mate. Yeah. What's and What's I'm your thoughts talk about buried alive? I'm going to talk about it in a second. <laughs> so but I'm just going to give some context, and I'm going to give you my thoughts on it. So yeah, buried alive match. So essentially, Vince arranged this um, because he didn't want Stone Cold competing in the Rumble. He's won Stone Cold Steve Austin has won the last two Raw Rumbles at this point. And he didn't Vince doesn't want Austin. Part of this view doesn't want Austin at the rumble. So he's given a stipulation that he can enter the rumble, but he has to beat the Undertaker in a buried alive match. So essentially they have to knock each other out, put him in a grave, and then dump a load of earth on him to win the match. That's how the match plays out <laughs> is gonna play out. Now this match
1: <laughs> I bet it's your fucking fantasy. Oh, this is right I'm, I'm so interested in your reaction, Sam. It's, I, mate, I mean, it, I,
0: it makes me it makes me laugh more than anything. More than okay. anything. I find it hilarious. Because it's typical like Stone Cold the Undertaker going at it, kicking the shit out of each other. But the thing is when it gets to the end <laughs> and Stone Cold Steve Austin stunners the Undertaker and he falls into the grave. Yeah. Austin then goes backstage for ages. No one knows where the fuck he's gone. There's no cameras following him. There's a uh, lot more no, of that coming up as well, isn't there? going yeah. backstage But yeah. <laughs> There's nobody, no cameras following him this time, at this point. The Undertaker's still in the grave, nothing's happening. There's literally nothing happening for about three or four minutes. And the Undertaker eventually gets up, he gets out of the grave. And as soon as he's back on the floor, there's an explosion in the grave and Kane pops out of the grave. <laughs> Where the fuck has Kane been? For the last, like, since the match started. Well, for the whole bloody thing. Kane Welcome to friend, the Attitude Era. Yeah, exactly. Where nothing's really
1: explained. Nothing's yeah. paid off. You've just yeah. got to take Kane, it.
0: Kane's just there. He just turns up in the grave. And eventually, Kane just puts Undertaker in, back into the grave. They have a rock and puts Undertaker back into the grave. And at this point, Steve Austin comes out with a digger. And and it is the most <laughs> just one of them thing.
1: Do, just one of them it. JCBs. that have, lying run backs to those. <laughs>
0: Yeah, just got (laughs) off JCB, you know, rocking backstage, and it is the most awkward fucking thing I've ever seen. They're trying to like move this digger, trying to get it into position in order to dump some earth on the Undertaker, and it takes another like four or five minutes just to get this done. And eventually, the ref just rings the bell and goes, yeah, Stone Cold Steve Austin wins." Well, I'm going to
1: name—I'm going to name name one of our mates here, Adam. Yeah, he's obsessed with the Attitude Era. Yeah, and I say to him, and like, pretty much like you are, or were, or whatever. I yep. say, mate, mate, go back and watch some of it with adult eyes. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the this is the case. What you're getting now is It's, it's rose tinted spectacles.
0: Oh yeah, all
1: it's, day. Don't don't go back and watch this.
0: Like I think I think back in the day I'd have been I loved yeah mate that that uh, that for me. I would like, have been going day, fucking ballistic. Yeah, for me back in the day that buried alive match would have been legendary. Do you know what I mean? would be like yeah. Psh- Buried alive match, it was like a match you wouldn't you, you never saw, it was like, you know, yeah. they don't do it very often or ever, it's like, buried alive match, you're going to bury the Undertaker alive, mental, innit? And then you watch it and it's so awkward and so clunky and so badly executed.
1: It, it's like a B-movie, and it? It's like a cheap oh, yeah. B-movie, like, that's, that's giving B-movies a bad name.
0: Yeah, but I think that's what, The Undertaker was that, in a nutshell at the time, wasn't he? It was like a yeah. bad B-movie well, well, like horror we'll get, character we'll get
1: to that we'll get to that exploits at the rumble Fuck it. what What was that we will
0: talk about that we will talk about that so the next thing that happens so Austin wins wins that match oh there's and more is. there's more is there mate we've got more leading up to this this is only point .2 of 7 right? oh, I'm fucking tired <laughs> we'll get there we'll get there we'll whiz through it so yeah Austin qualifies for the rumble so the next thing the next you know point in the story is on Raw the next the very next day and Vince McMahon comes out and he's going to draw Austin's Royal Rumble position, where he's going to enter the Rumble, in a little tombola thing. So, he obviously, Austin draws number one. Obviously draws number one. And to prove it's not rigged, they draw Shane's like, oh, we'll draw him again. You know, it's not fair. And they draw him again, he pulls out another bloody number one. So, Austin is going to be the first man to enter the Royal Rumble. Obviously, Vince doesn't want him to win the Royal Rumble, doesn't want him to get the WWF title shot. He's made him number one to hopefully get him out early. And he's also, at this point, put a $100,000 bounty on the head of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, yeah, so anybody, about who can, that. Yeah, anybody who can chuck Austin out of the Rumble gets $100,000. Okay. Right. And at this point, Vince... So Vince is, at this point, he's going to be in the Rumble. Vince is in the Rumble. And they're going to draw Vince's number as well, at this point. So obviously, Vince... Draws number thirty, so Stone Cold Steve Austin's first man in, Vincent McMahon last man in the Rumble, just to give <laughs> give everyone a good a good chance of uh, basically him not meeting Stone Cold Steve Austin in the Rumble kind of thing, and then the next point, this is so two weeks later, there's the next kind of significant point in this, um, Shawn Michaels is fired as commissioner, or Vince tries to fire Shawn Michaels. And basically Mankind's had a match with Shane McMahon in the meantime and Shawn Michaels has held back the corporation from helping him out and this, then Vince, uh, Vince has fired him as as commissioner because at this point, Shawn Michaels is well in with the corporation. At, at this point, he's kind of turned corporate stooge and he's he's doing as he's told. But at this point, Shawn Michaels just goes, fuck you, and he's switching music to Vince McMahon in the middle of the ring. That so mate, getting... I love that. That was wicked. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, mate,
1: that I, lo- I love Sean. We're going to go back and watch some Sean as well because he's yeah. one of my favorites. We're gonna,
0: have, we're gonna have to do a deep dive on Shawn Michaels at some point. Hundred percent. So the next the next point is Raw, and it is the Raw where we talk where we talked about earlier with Mankind in the belt and um, the ratings finally. Oh, no, that
1: that was the fam- that was the famous Raw. I didn't even think of that. That was the big turning point moment, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, and it's integral to our current story, mate. It is. It's gonna. It's all coming for. It's all gonna come full circle. So at this point, um, so before the the title match, um, Shawn Michaels comes out with DX and reveals that his commissioner contract is ironclad and that he answers to nobody. It's in his contract that he has full authority. Even Vince McMahon cannot tell him what to do, and the only way that he can be removed as commissioner as if he resigns his post. So oh. now he's like, he's gone back with he's back with DX. He comes out with, with the full DX crew and then he announces to the whole crowd that Vince is not going to be entered at number 30 in the Rumble. Vince is going to get his wish because during the draft, he was like, oh, I hope I'm number two get to face Austin. Oh. Shawn, Shawn Michaels grants his wish and makes Vince the number two participant in the Royal Rumble. Dun,
1: dun, dun. Yeah, what's gonna happen? So can I just commend you on the amount of work you've done as well? Because <laughs> I don't, again, I don't think my twenty twenty brain could take it. There's <laughs> like, a
0: lot going on, isn't there? Yeah, a lot going on. Yeah. So what do you think no. about that? Like that's 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 a big turning no. point in the story,
1: mate. It's it, it, it's it's logical. Well, it's logical in the, with their brains. You know, what I mean, it's it's done well. It, it, it entertained at the time, didn't it?
0: Yeah, they, twist and that,
1: turns. they and it was at the time it was good week to week television. And to put it again in context of the time, this is the era of Jerry Springer of shock car crash TV. Yeah. Just to keep <laughs> it's all about keeping keeping the eyeballs on the product and that's what they're doing.
0: That's it, mate, yeah. Yeah, you can't take your eyes off it.
1: Um just just to offer some context W, WCW was always the wrestling company
0: yeah it was
1: all about the in-ring product but then then they because they saw WWE getting successful this car crash mentality don't you they tried to do it and yeah. what, what they had going on, on the other side was their version of it was sh- I know this is sh- I, I think this is shit now but in, in, tw- in no, no no it was brilliant but their version of it in 1999 was nowhere near this in no. terms of logic logic. I think from the top of my head again I'm not, they had a storyline where Goldberg was getting done for some sort of like sexual assault on, do you remember Miss Elizabeth? No mate who, who was Macho Man's uh, wife but that, they, were, they were trying to do something similar but it just didn't come off as well that's what I'm getting round no, to see. So, uh, um, uh, as much as this was completely completely off the wall, and diff- this was done so well at the time it was mm. brilliant
0: yeah it was great twists and turns I mean you, you had the characters to back it up I mean you had Shawn Michaels and Vince McMahon do you know what I mean Like, yeah it was when we talked about Vince being an amazing heel and, like, Shawn Michaels is a legend of the game. Might, we're going uh, to go in on him at some point. Um, yeah,
1: we're going to do... Oh, God, yeah. There's so, much, <laughs> man, there's so much to do. There's so much to do.
0: Yeah, we've got, we've got time to do it. So don't worry. So the next point was the same same episode of Raw, and we're talking about the, the episode of Raw where, you know, the tie turns, and it's Mankind winning the WWF title from The Rock. Um, And it's a no-disqualification match as well, which plays into Mankind's favour quite a lot um so it all kind of culminates with you know dx and the corporation are all at ringside and they end up having a massive ruck and eventually you the glass shatters the crowd like that's like one of the biggest pops i can remember oh, mate is when, the crap
1: the crowds at this point just in general
0: yeah they yeah, were fucking
1: on fire yeah just just sorry
0: no sorry man, no you're right absolutely right that's an, that's a perfectly valid point to make but yeah the 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 glass shatters, the crowd pops, Stone Cold Steve Austin's music comes comes on and he runs in, smacks Rock with a chair, cut, takes Mankind's arm and covers the Rock and Mankind wins the WWF title. Much to the annoyance of Vince McMahon, obviously, because yeah. they're having a big, big feud at the minute and then he's just come in and caused his champion, the corporate champion as he was then, not the people's champion, he was the corporate champion at that point. See? And he's... Uh, my, my guy. My yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. And he's lost, the, he's lost the belt to Mankind. And all the time, like, Mankind's been given, like, the run around and he's, like, been spouted as this horrible abomination that they lock in the boiler room and this kind of thing. And he's, like, this yeah. horrible, ugly, you know, Quasimodo-type character at the time. and <laughs> like Missy and it was such Foley's a, baby boy. Uh, yeah, exactly. And I love him. I love... I love Mick Foley. I love Mankind. Like, I think... Yeah, man, mankind as a character, just I love him. He's, yeah, he's it's so, it's so it's cartoonish, it's but like Sicks so a much. lot of
1: boxes for you, Sam, did not it?
0: He does. He's a bit dark. He's a bit mysterious. You know, he's a bit of an out. He's well, massively outsider. But um, I tell you, we went we went on a stag do um, uh, to a music festival, and we all dressed up as wrestlers, and I dressed up as mankind.
1: See, yeah, it's I, made, I,
0: I made my own leather mask. I had my, oh my lone Mr. Socco. I
1: don't I don't want to know what that was used for after, Sam. What you get up to in your <laughs> you get up to in your private life is your business, man. Yeah,
0: but no, um, yeah, I've I've got a big soft spot for Mankind, for Mick Foley especially but, oh, but Mick, you know, he's had a few characters, but Mankind to, I think is is my favourite of it. We its. need to
1: go back and watch you know how he's a hardcore character? Mm hmm. He beca- in his early career. In between when he went left WCW and before he went to WWF at the time, he mm-hmm. did he did an, an anti hardcore character,
0: right?
1: Where like he was so he tried like his character was anyone that hit anyone with chairs and but it was it, it, to me it was his greatest character. This yeah. like clean cut, like didn't want any violence or anything like that. Right, it was just such and because it was in ECW where the crowds are so vociferous and so angry. That, yeah. It got right under their skin, and they were like trying to attack him. I mean, that's, <laughs> but that speaks to the mentality of like some American wrestling fans, where they do think. But yeah. it works so well. Like I've, I've got to dig that out. I've got I've got to yeah. it somewhere. Um, it we're going dry. to talk
0: about we're going to talk about Mick Foley's dedication to the business and that kind of thing and it's set in a set in a bit when we talk about the Rumble. Um, but I just want to just finish off the story until we get to the Rumble. Uh, we'll, we'll go through this quickly. No, mate, it's fine. It's fine. It's all good stuff. Um, so essentially, uh, a Raw. The next week, we have a promo. Starts off of a promo between well, the corporation and mankind, and mankind accepts the I Quit match. Um, mate, that's it's one of it's one of my favourite memories of that time. That promo. Okay. And you heard you heard yeah. it in the clip before we started talking about it, where you know mankind, you know, doesn't want to he doesn't want a title shot. He wants to, he, he essentially wants to like he wants to fight Austin at WrestleMania. You know, he wants to headline WrestleMania and fight Austin at WrestleMania. That's like, that puts mankind, like, uh, you know, main event in WrestleMania. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's what he wants. That's, as a character, that's what he wants. And then you've got The Rock and the corporation pressuring him, going for this, and eventually thinks, right, well, this is a match that I can win. This is my wheelhouse. And I quit match. The amount of shit I've been through, all the barbed wire and all the chucking off of stuff and all the bumps it's all he's taken. It. This is it. This is what I can do. This is this is how I you know beat a rock again, and retain my title. And this is you know it's just such it's such compelling.
1: That's the word. That is the word, yeah, mate.
0: It's so compelling. Do you know what I mean you get bought into it and you 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 empathise? And this is this is it. And, and this you, is where you have this is mankind and at this point is the face. You know,
1: and, and to bring it back to nowadays quickly. This that's what I think you're going to get, with Adam Page. That's going to be your big mm-hmm. payoff when he get. He's going to have his this this brand as his Mick Foley moment. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just just to tie it back in. Yeah, absolutely, mate. And you I haven't mean, had that been, for, for twenty years.
0: Yeah, and, and this is why we're doing these like deep dives and going back and looking at it because you have to know where you've come from to see where you're going. And yes, there's man. lessons yes. to be learned. You know what I mean? And we, you can you can say like you don't want the attitude here to come back again, but you can learn so much from it. The mistakes they made as well, and you know we all yeah. we all say the Attitude here was brilliant, but you know we've seen we've you know seen tonight we've talked about the buried alive match and stuff like that. That it's it's not all great, and you can learn that your work. lessons. That you know? fucking
1: royal Rumble match, mate. And we will talk about
0: that. So one last thing before we get to the Raw Rumble, just just to give context, is uh, on Raw that night um, there was uh, the Corporate Rumble. So the corporate rumble was uh, essentially like a mini raw rumble, and it was between DX and the corporation. And the winner of that that mini rumble was would get the number thirty in the raw rumble. So basically, it gets to the end. There's it's, you know, it's it's not that entertaining a match to watch to be honest. But then Vince comes in as a surprise participant, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna enter this and try and get my number thirty spot." So he comes in and he's the last man. And he thinks he's won, and then at the last minute, BX throws a throws a spanner in the works, and China comes out and topples Vince over, and now she's won, and she is number thirty, and she is now the first woman to compete in the Raw Rumble main event. At this point, yep. all right. So there we go. There's our there's our context. We've gone. I mean, we've gone long on you that. Might it's all important. It's all really important stuff. And, and and in in a way, I mean in the main way it is the build up to it is, kind of, is more entertaining than the actual event which we're going to talk about now Um so yeah Royal Rumble 1999 no chance the tagline no chance in hell and this is what Vince you know said about Stone Cold winning you know getting a title shot and, and things like that and it became a tagline it's become Vince's catchphrase and this is kind yeah. of this is all where it, where it all came from all that no, and Adam Cole called back to it
1: oh you know, I only really really exploded when he said that.
0: Yeah, when he said there's no chance in hell at um, all out. Yeah, and this is all calling back to this time. And that—that that this is where that phrase was, they, was coined. And the, themes, against, the theme sorry. tune for Royal Rumble 1999 was that no chance in hell. And it's been Vince McMahon's theme ever since. Um,
1: again, Sam, you've picked up on a point there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How old do you reckon Adam Cole was when he was watching this? He's probably about the same age as us. Yeah, so this I think is what he's the, similar age to us. So this is this is what he grew up on as well. So the rest is coming through now. This is what they grew up on. Yeah, stuff like this. This
0: is it. Yeah, he's thirty-two.
1: Yeah, so he was yeah. watching, he was doing he was doing exactly the same as what we were doing.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and he'd have been watching it. He'd have been watching exactly and through the, through the same eyes as we're watching it as well. Yeah, you know. So right, let's get on. To, let's get on to it then. Let's get on to the rumble. So I'm going to read out. I've got a card here. So this, right. this is important. So I'm going to read out the card quickly. So the opening match: Road Dogg versus the Big Boss Man. So you have got a uh, um, Corporation versus DX battle there. Billy Gunn versus Ken Shamrock again. You have got Gangrel versus X Pac. I believe that was for the European belt.
1: So many belts as well. There's a lot of so belts. So many belts. A lot of belts and Road Dogg. So it becomes fucking meaningless. That, yeah. That is one of my, sorry, that's one of my big bugbears when yeah. promotions introduce too many belts. You just think, mm-hmm. what does it mean? What does it mean? Yeah. Not, if yeah. you're in a promotion, you only want to fight for one, maybe two belts. And also, I think that's what AEW's doing more. They've elevated the TNT title to the mm. level of the world title. Sorry. Yeah. sorry. oh
0: No, fine, mate. Um, and then you had Luna versus Sable in a strap match. Um, that was a classic. That was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We probably will we'll skip over that one. Um, and then the two main events, the ones we've been talking about leading up to, and the ones we're going to focus on, we're not going to focus on really any of the others. Because there are a lot of throwaway matches there. But we're going to talk about the Rock V Mankind in the I Quit match. And we're going to talk about the Rumble. So the, the I Quit match... I mean, it's, it goes down in history as one of the most brutal matches that's ever been. Um, I mean, not huge amounts of blood and things like that. I mean, Foley was bleeding at the end. But... So we'll run for it. So basically, the Rock kind of has Mankind on the ropes throughout the whole thing, essentially. And at one point, he gets chucked off of the uh, railings. He lands on like an electrical box, and it all sparks up and stuff. And obviously, that was staged. Um, but it was it was dramatic to say, wasn't it?
1: Apart apart from someone writing to Bruce Pritchard's podcast and say and said, did uh, Mick Foley really get electrocuted? <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell! Fuck's they walk sake. amongst they walk amongst. I us. know, right, mate? Yeah, <laughs> unbelievable,
0: <laughs> unbelievable. But I thing I think the main talking point from that is the end of the match. And mankind's Mick Foley, and say Mick Foley at this point because he took he took them. He was only supposed to take like four or five chair shots to end that match. He ended up taking eleven chair shots mm. to the head. Right, mm. and this and this is when people say wrestling's fake. There's nothing fucking fake about no, this. No. That geezer took eleven steel chair shots to the head. Pl- yeah, they are to
1: the they, head. they are metal. They're not plastic chairs. They're not plastic. No, they
0: are metal chairs.
1: Um yeah you're probably going to get onto this but him him and the rock had beef over this for a little while yeah because he said the rock was excessive yeah in well, this is thing did. I've
0: actually seen a quote from Mick Foley um and apparently looking back on it like now he was talking about it in hindsight but Foley was using that match and this is what we're saying about Foley caring about the business and trying to elevate elevate the you know the spectacle is that he was there to use that match specifically to elevate The Rock yeah, and show The Rock's sort of meaner side. That's what he's ele- supposed to do. Yeah, to elevate him for his upcoming feud with Stone Cold Steve Austin. And yeah. Mick Foley took 11 chair shots to the head to do that.
1: Rocked, and I think, for reading between the lines, The rock, rock took liberties, I think. Yeah. Use,
0: yeah. Yeah, I think you're I mean, right.
1: I mean, they're all good now, but it just shows you at the time.
0: Well this is it. And this thing like it was it was revealed on Raw the next day that Mick Foley never said I quit and it was, was, it? was all on a tape. It but was the, the
1: boss man recorded it, weren't it? Was that is that Something the, like that, something
0: yeah. Something like that. it made a recording. But Again, the, it's like yeah. wacky,
1: but it's like a little fun detail, yeah. isn't it?
0: But the thing that some people might not know is that Mick Foley was actually unconscious at that point. It was all it was all planned, like supposedly planned, that uh, mankind, that, that, that he knocked that. mankind out, and it was going to play a tape. But Mick Foley, the man, let's not talk about the character. Mick Foley, the man, was unconscious, fully unconscious at that point when that tape was played of him saying, "I quit."
1: We've got to go again. We've got to go back and watch Beyond the Mat. Yeah. Because this covers it in great detail. Like the geezer, mm-hmm. I think his name was Barry Blownstein, at the time. Yeah. Because. Cause, cause, the, uh, cause Vince wanted publicity, cause WWE was struggling. He let him in with a camera to all the backstage, and I think he, did he film at the 99 Rumble? I can't remember the top head. but yeah, there's a there's a lot there's a lot of backstory to we we'll go back and watch
0: that. Yeah, gives a lot more context. But I've got I've got the actual quote from Foley here of what he said about that match. I wanted to give people a very physical match that would show an extra side, another dimension to the Rock, one of ruthlessness and viciousness, and he. <laughs> He did it, didn't he? Let's be honest. Yeah, he absolutely did it. Um, But this is yeah, this is kind of a thing. Did did it go too far? Is it? I mean, what
1: I I I didn't enjoy watching it. I tell you, I didn't. I didn't. Knowing what I know now, I didn't enjoy. Mm. Again, through the eyes of a child, I would have done. But now, yeah.
0: But it's and, and knowing what I've you know learned by researching this week, and you know I've always I've always considered that match actually absolutely legendary. And like it's one of like the best matches ever. And then going back and like n- learning what I've learned and rewatching it with you know adult eyes, it's hard to watch. It's yeah. really hard to watch, especially at the end of that match when he's taking those chairs to the head. It's hard to watch.
1: Yeah, um, um, yeah, I can't really add to that to be honest. Yeah, I just didn't, I didn't enjoy it. Apart from as well, did you? It's hard to watch, but. I thought, again, if you... I can't remember. Might think of an example now, but... There weren't much... There weren't... The story turned up to it, but I found it just... There was no story in that match that I was getting engaged with. I this think thing, I... Yeah, I weren't like, come on, Mick, come I was just oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, and this is the thing. It's, 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 it's not like the match... It's not like Mankind was sort of in it at any point. You know, he might have been a little bit at the start and he'd given Rock a couple of bumps, but you get like five ten minutes into that match and it's all The Rock it's just The Rock absolutely dominating mankind and you know I'm, I'm,
1: I'm trying to think of what like there's no there's no comparisons in AW at the moment but like mm. when, they, when they've done big like spots like that but I think I've been compelled a lot more by the story but whereas with AW with WWE at that point this was the big mob, but they were doing stuff like this every week and when you see when you see stuff like this every week you become desensitized to it does that make sense it yeah. doesn't become like Jim Cornett you know if you see two dogs fucking on the side of the road once <laughs> that's that's funny but if you saw that every day you wouldn't stop and watch every day would you
0: no of course not course not no but yeah I think yeah it's just um, nah not for me it's it's it's, almost, it's kind of ruined my childhood a bit watching that again but um Hey ho! It is what it is. This is one
1: of the missions of the ruin your Childhood. So. Yeah, mate.
0: it's important. to see this because you know to see these things and see him see see it for what it is and see like and this is the thing people say wrestling's fake and you go and watch that and tell me it's fake.
1: Well, then we're we're going to delve into this. But you think mm-hmm. about you know CTA. You think about Chris Benoit what yeah. he did and what you you just sit there and think about Chris Benoit and he, it's no coincidence that he's one of his finishing moves was a swan dive headbutt. Mm-hmm. So he was using his head holders all yeah, the time.
0: Yeah, exactly mate. Yeah. Hundred percent. And they even talk about it in football, like stopping them stopping them heading the ball as much. Yeah. And that's no we, way near the impact that some of these guys are taking on their heads. No. Nah, exactly. No way near. Yeah, it's um it's crazy. But yeah, so that was that was the I quit match between mankind and a rock. Obviously Rock wins, regains the title. Um Yeah, win for the corporation. So we're going to talk about the rumble itself now. Uh, (coughs) I know you've got some strong feelings about this. So Austin enters at number one. Vince enters at number two. And essentially, from then on, fuck all happens until the end. (laughs) So Steve Austin and... uh, Vince McMahon essentially pussies out of the, the rumble, goes under the bottom rope. Austin follows him. And... Vince essentially leads Austin into an ambush backstage with a corporation awaiting. They knock 10 <sighs> so bells okay. of shit out of him and then Austin goes off in an ambulance for the whole rest Fucking of the Rumble. hell. <laughs> Go for on, mate. Fuck you've got, you've, got you've got thoughts about this, I can tell. Go on. Uh, um, it's,
1: not, it's not... It's commonly known as the worst Royal Rumble match of all time. Yeah. It's not... It's not a Royal Rumble match, is it? No. It's... Fucking mental. <laughs> you've got like, you've got bits and pieces going on. You've got like, it's, it's just one tele- television angle. Yeah. Just shot. It's just shot. Like, you've got this stuff going on, and then did you think, then you've got Vincent Man sit down and does commentary for a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. He does sits, it's quite near down the and... end, but yeah. Yeah, but, but... and also, <laughs> it just speaks. To... I'm coming back to my Lennon and McCartley analogy Mm -hmm. but Lennon and McCartley some of the fucking schlubs you had come out in the middle of that (laughs) yeah (laughs) Golga. yeah Uh, um, the blue meanie
0: yeah
1: I know it speaks to the time but Gilbert it was I'm gonna we are gonna go back and watch the 1992 Rumble when Ric Flair does the 60 minute Iron Man challenge alright it's completely different but that's a Royal Rumble match yeah. That is a, this is a disgrace to the name Royal Rumble, and yeah. I, if if I could scrub it from history, I think I fucking would. <laughs> and
0: mate. It's and not. It's not. And this is the thing. This is. I've. So I see this pay per view with such sort of rose tinted eyes because this is like one of the first things I watched. Back in the day. And I've got so much love for this pay-per-view, but watching it back now, it is fucking dross, isn't it? We,
1: we, didn't, we, didn't, even get, we
0: didn't even get to the sacrifice, or you know, whatever that was. Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that. So, yeah. So, a character called Mabel, massive geezer, if you don't know who he is, and he gets chucked out of the rumble, and the Undertaker and his Ministry of Darkness come and kidnap him. In the middle of a Rumble match? In the middle match. of a all Rumble the, match. All the lights go out. Yep. Yeah, and they kidnap him, put him in a hearse, and drive off of him.
1: And also, Sam, what are your thoughts on The Undertaker at this stage? This. Talking bit, in I
0: need to, I need to yeah, I need to go back and watch more of it. Yeah, I've, we will. I've got yeah, we, and we will. But I've got like Yeah, it's it's all a bit B movie horror, innit? Do you know do
1: you know what the idea between beyond this character was? Yeah, go on. Again, his attitude here is meant to be a bit more He He was meant to start this is where the lines of reality and but he was meant to start believing he was the Undertaker and he could be a minister. Right. so like it goes on to people have to try and talk him out of the fact that he's not actually some sort of cult leader
0: yeah right okay. and,
1: and and the Undertaker actually is on record saying that this was the worst part of his career he hated playing his character
0: amazing yeah well, we'll do a deep dive on the Undertaker we'll do like a full episode on the Undertaker we'll do a
1: deep dive on the Ministry of Darkness yeah I'd like yeah oh god if yeah, my brain could take it
0: around Halloween maybe we'll do that yeah yeah Oh, God. Oh, mate, yeah. So, yeah, oh, and mate. actually, Mabel... shocking Mabel, shit. Mabel comes back as the character Viscera after that. So that's yep. what's turned Mabel into the character Viscera, if you know yeah, Viscera. Yeah,
1: he's, because he's so sucked out by Mark Calloway, obviously.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: Which is the undertaker's real name. We don't know if we're playing real names, fake names or whatever. <laughs> well, well, we'll flip between the two. And a, and a lot of... Can I just say? A lot of yeah. shit... There was, there's a geezer called Vince Russo. Yeah. I want to educate you. Vince Russo... Was um, Vince McMahon's right hand man,
0: yeah,
1: at the time, and but obviously a lot of his stuff did work, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of this stuff did work cause he drew, look it drew, looking at, but it drew ratings, Sam's. It drew ratings, and it, it was the most consistent boom period of the whole mm-hmm. ever. But Vince Vince McMahon, by all intents and purposes, he'd come up with he'd come up with ideas. Vince Russo and Vince McMahon would say. Yeah, we we'll just tweak it to do this. Yeah. So, like, we'll go and do a deep dive because there's a lot... Vince Russo is an interesting character.
0: Yeah we, yeah, we can do something on him at some point. But, yeah, so we get to the... Um, and, actually, when Mabel gets put in the back of the hearse, that's the point in which the ambulance comes back and Stone Cold <sighs> Steve Austin jumps out of it and runs back to the rumble, knocking everyone out of the rumble. He's, he lasts a good 20 minutes in the rumble again and it's just him waiting for Vince... And Vince reluctantly joins him back in the ring, and at that point, The Rock turns up, just out of nowhere, and him and Austin are just like having a row, and then Vince just comes up, knocks him on the head, and Austin flips over the rope, and Vincent Man wins the Royal Rumble.
1: You know what noise i just made? Yeah, I just, yeah, um, I don't, I don't know what to say.
0: You just got nothing. You just got nothing to say at that. It's, yeah.
1: When when you compare what we reviewed last week to this, <laughs> just, I, know, yeah. I know it's completely different, but yeah, yeah. So so have you got anything else? Like not anything else to say, Sam? But <sighs> mate, what 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 are your take? What are your takeaways? The from build this, mate? up,
0: the build up was so much better than the end end products, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This is it. It's like yeah. I
1: watched I watched this real Rumble match in three sittings. That's that. That's how much. I, yeah. It was a struggle for me to get.
0: Yeah, Brilliant. see, I watched. I, I, I started at the I Quit match and watched it through to the end. And yeah, it was it was hard going. It was hard going. The best bit of that Rumble for me was when Kane turns up, knocks the fuck out of everyone in there on his own, and then <laughs> and that was good. But then it gets really silly again. Oh yeah, with the fucking that, many white bit. coats come and kidnap. Kane's are taking back to like the mental asylum or something and Kane just steps over the ropes knocks himself out of the rumble and starts knocking the shit out of these like medical staff or whatever it is one thing so, about the
1: attitude nothing's allowed to breathe is it you're, no. not allowed, you're not allowed a second to think this is just no don't forget about that now look over here like that's what the attitude era is
0: yeah it's, I mean, it's just ridiculous isn't it yeah I mean this is the thing the attitude era had so many great points but it also had some fucking dross did, this, did it
1: though did it this is something. This is the big question. But this is, is the thing
0: yeah. we've we've spoken about the build up to this pay per view, and we've said our like our good we've we've sung its praises, haven't we? The old build up,
1: yeah.
0: Shawn Michaels, the way Shawn Michaels is involved, the way they've built mankind up, and this kind of it's, thing. It's I, I all think really I'll, great. Yeah. And then they've just fucked it.
1: <laughs> but for as many one, I, I I would argue for as many one good thing I can find, you three bad things. I'm going to be the contrary. Like you're a lot more positive on it than I am. I yeah. think, even even though you're quite negative, I think I'm even double negative. If that makes yeah. sense, I
0: try and be realistic. I try and see both 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 sides of the argument a lot of the time. So. Yeah, yeah. Good job, one of us does, mate. Yeah, we'll get um, we'll get Adam I'm, on at some point, and he can be the other side. Oh, mate, he
1: he will love it.
0: And you can he, argue, you can argue with him about whether the attitude here yeah. was good or shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I, mate. Like I say, this—if anyone wants to get in contact with us and are willing to come on and argue some points or whatever—yeah, I'm, I'm I'm more than willing if if they're willing that they feel that passionate about it I'm willing to open up the call to anyone.
0: Yeah, sure mate, yeah. I am. And we we were going to have a like a question and answer uh thing uh this week, but as you can see we've like we've gone on for a long time with this and we had a yeah. lot of news to talk about. So, if it's a quite a week this week, we might have we might slot that Q&A section in at the beginning of next week's show. But yeah. we've just not had time for it today. So, apologies for that. Um yes, yeah, so I think I think that's a good place to wrap it up. Yeah,
1: there near enough, near enough at the two hour mark. Yeah, we're, we're, we're when we said we were going to keep, when we keep this for forty five minutes, yeah. yeah,
0: and we've banged on, we've done a lot of ranting, so um, we'll wrap it up there. So yeah, that was the nineteen ninety nine Raw Rumble, the build up to it, and then the the highlights. Well, I say highlights, but um, but yeah, if you feel like you want to go and rewatch that. You know, and <laughs> that's really put you in the mood. can really watch it in mood, yeah. <laughs> if you've got a sense of nostalgia, and you want to go and watch it. And you maybe, maybe have, a, maybe if you, you know, you're not, you, you remember it differently. If you haven't watched it for quite a while, go back and watch it and see what you think. See what your opinions are. I mean, you might this entirely disagree with what we've said about it, but that's for you. Yeah, that's for, that's get in contact.
1: You, know, you, you've got the email address. You've got that's the Twitter. It.
0: Yeah, so you Come can on. you can get in touch with us um, at the Chairshot Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Um, if you want to email us, it's chairshot.pod at gmail.com. Um, yeah, feel free to get in touch if you've got got your own opinions. If you've got any questions for next week's show, that you want to get on, and um, we'll answer them as best we can. Um, yeah, so for next next week, we're going to be talking about. We're going to do our usual news. We're going to do AEW roundup. But at the end, we're going to talk about the January the fourth, twenty ten episode of TNA Impact. And do you want to just uh, just tell people what why we're doing that, Nick?
1: I think what well, this is good. We did this last week was your pick, wasn't it? Yeah. This is this is my pick because this was the we had the, we had the Monday Night War Part One. What we've we've kind of covered in some depth and detail, haven't we?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But Impact TNA Impact Wrestling has been a, was around since 2002 but they were very much again a wrestling based company but then they had the bright idea to bring in Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. and move and move their product to it was always a Thursday night but yep. no they, they were going to recreate the Monday Night Wars <laughs> they were going to they were going to try and take on Vince so this was the last attempt before AEW because even though I would argue AEW are not trying to take on WWE in that sense but go head to head and it went disastrously, <laughs> disa- to the point of what, when the Monday Night Wars lasted. This version, incarnation of the Monday Night Wars lasted two months, three months, I think.
0: Yeah, right. Well, don't let's not spunk any more on it. We'll talk no. about it next week. Um, so yeah, you've got that to look forward to and there's gonna be uh, there's gonna be some opinions on on that, some strong opinions I'm sure. So yeah. yeah, please um join us next week. We're gonna uh gonna attempt to do this. This is gonna be every Wednesday coming out. Um so yeah, um tune in next week on the share Shop Podcast. Thanks for coming. Bye bye. Loved
1: Bye-bye. it. Bye.